1212, I go by the name of DJ Wood, and you're now listening to the original Jeek Podcast. Let's go! Ready to make an entrance, so backwards! What up, Jeeks? My name is Rocky Mr. Magic, and he is Unique DNA. And this is the original Jeek Podcast. Unique DNA, my man, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Uh, I'm chilling. Are you excited? I'm excited. Yeah. It's Saturday night. Uh, ain't nothing going on but the rent. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, is I'm not a song. I don't think so. You sure? I think that's a song. I think it's an old 80s song. Really old, uh, old eighty song. Really? Well, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going uh-huh. there. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, okay. This is how we starting off this episode. Um, yeah. You were born in the eighties too. Okay, just just the less we I forget. Less, but I just like the message you because you're older. <laughs> a whole four years. Uh, okay. Well, it is a song. I just googled it. It is a song. Uh, two points for me by uh, by Gwen Guthrie. There you go. Okay. Well, you there. should know that song. Ain't nothing going on but the rent. Uh, well, that's probably where I know it from. I don't recall every don't. single thing from that decade. You do realize <laughs> that, right? But, I mean, Quinn Godfrey, you should know that one. Yeah, you, you, I should know that one. That, that is true. But uh, we are mutually excited because we have with us a guest tonight for the first time, uh, Viet Wen. Uh, Viet is a... According to his Twitter page, he's a former engineer who makes custom toys and performs stand-up comedy. He is a co-host of the EMP Cast, a podcast about Avengers and X-Men comics. Yet, welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me. Uh, it is our esteemed, esteemed pleasure. So, uh, what we do is we have a very conversational pace, so... Um, we're just going to loop you in like you're just one of us. So, uh, But to start, we're going to do a little Q&A portion with you so that our listeners can get to know you. But before we do that, I'm going to ask you just to share how people can find you, find your work out there on the social media. Okay. Uh, pretty much everything is Comedian Viet. So uh, ComedianViet.com, uh, at ComedianViet on Instagram, Twitter. And, uh, and then I also have a Twitch live stream where I, I do my custom action figures uh, on Twitch, and uh, that's twitch.tv slash Comedian Viet. Great, great. Thank you. All right, so let's get started. Um, so at first, how did you transition from an engineer to a visual and performance artist? Well, uh, like, I, I I got really, really lucky, basically. All the stars just kind of aligned. Um I I worked as a like a civil structural engineer uh, in Atlanta and uh, out of Atlanta and then I like I started like I started doing the the custom action figures just because uh, I, I used to have this thing called like disposable income 
Ah. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, I'm, I'm and, vaguely uh, familiar with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've heard yeah, that yeah, concept before, that? Yeah. but I've never experienced that. Yeah, and, and like, I know so I, I, did. I know, <laughs> but I've right? Heard of it. That was the thing. <laughs> um, and I, uh, like, I used to collect like Marvel Legends action figures. Like, like nice. I pretty much got all kinds of X Men stuff. Like, I collected it uh, throughout college and everything. And it got to a point where I started, like, uh, I started getting in. I started, I didn't, I was tired of waiting for them to make stuff that I wanted. Mm. And then just kind of like, you know, wanting to get some obscure characters, maybe like, like a certain costume character kind of thing. And then I just saw people that were, uh, were like making them themselves. And then I, that's when I started making them. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, this was, I mean, this was probably like 2006, 2007 ish around that time. Okay. And this was before, like, being a nerd was cool, I guess. Right. Before it became <laughs> and, mainstream. Yeah. And, yeah. But then after a few years of doing that, uh, people were asking me, like, saying, like, you know, you should post these on, like, social media and stuff. Right. I was like, really? Like, people want to see that? And then um, and the next thing you know, like, uh, ever since I started making them, uh, I would post them online and then people would start, like, paying me money to make stuff for them. And wow. And it kind of started from there. And then, you know, conventions started coming along and I started making more and more different things. And that's how that came along. And then when, uh, with stand-up comedy, I was just like always a fan of stand-up mm -hmm. comedy, but like, I was always too scared to actually try to perform. And my, my best friend who is now, uh, funny enough, my, my sister-in-law, uh, but cool. she's, uh, she, for my birthday, she paid for me to take a class in Atlanta. Awesome. And then so I started doing stand up like just on the side, you know, mm -hmm. just kind of just doing it because I liked it. And then I just worked my engineering job uh, for, you know, just just like, you know, to pay the bills and make make some decent money. And yeah, and it was always a dream of mine to quit, you know, I just quit and do comedy full time. But it just never ended up happening. Mm. Uh, and it was started out like as a joke with my my best friend was that um you know like I, I used to have all these like dating issues right dating problems okay and and i would complain to her you know i was like you know what i was like you know what i don't even know why i'm so mad like it's like when when lisa you know like her sister mm -hmm. her younger sister when she gets out of med school you know i'm just gonna get with her I'm just going to get with her so I can quit my engineering job and do comedy full time. <laughs> and it was just a joke, right? It was just yeah. a running joke that we, you know, no, no one ever took it seriously or whatever, but we ended up, I ended up meeting her and hanging out and things just kind of hit it off. And, and yeah, so, and I just ended up, uh, we had like, once we got to a point where we got engaged, that was my point where I was just like, all right, you know, like my swell, like I'm going to have to quit my job and move to Florida because that's where she's doing her residency. Mm. And so I was just like, so let, let's just give it a shot. Worst case scenario is I, I try to get another engineering job. But wow. I, it's been what, like six years? Yeah, it's been like six years and I have um, I haven't gotten a r r real job yet. So oh, that's awesome. That awesome. We're good. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. So I, again, everything, just the stars just happened to line. I don't know what I did to get this lucky, <laughs> uh, but 
I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then it's super cool, and make make that even a bit of a, it's a bit of a love story too. So that's really freaking yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's funny just because again, it was just a joke, right? Like, um, like you know, she's gonna be a doctor, and I'm just gonna be her housewasman. I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, a lot, I think a lot of I us would trade that. that. Yeah, it's not, it doesn't yeah, yeah, sound bad yeah. in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Yeah, like we're, we're not making doctor money yet, so but but it's it's coming. It's it's an investment, right? Hey. <laughs> yeah, it's a good start. It's a great start. Sure, awesome. So, uh, about your creation, your art, you know, as far as physical art goes. Um, so you, you said you started just doing it because you wanted stuff for yourself. So when it came to, to the point where people were asking you to do commissions, um, what type of pressure did that bring on to you where it's like, hey, I got to take on this challenge of creating, you know, potentially an obscure, not too popular character. And I've got to I've got to make magic out of this. Um, well, part of me, like it, it wasn't really that much pressure just because like the fact that I was like making enough money as an engineer mm. like i didn't charge them that much okay because it was just like my first commission so like part of my, my it was sort of like setting the bar low you know just like you're only paying for this much like i don't so you, i hope you're not expecting anything great <laughs> <laughs> okay. i mean given you know like my skill levels a lot a, a lot better than of course around then you know mm -hmm. i've been doing this for you know like you know something like yeah, you know, like 10 years, 10, 14 years, something like that. Okay. Uh, wow. 10, 12 years. And then so like, uh, but yeah, yeah, pretty much I, I try to keep it all my prices usually along my skill level. <laughs> well, that makes sense. So you, since you felt you were an amateur, you kind of priced it accordingly because you sure. were not a professional. Yeah, yeah, artist. yeah. Oh, it makes sense. Okay. Yeah. And then if they didn't like it, I would just refund them the money and just use whatever, whatever I made, like for parts kind of thing. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, makes perfect sense. Makes I did the same sense. thing when I started with photography. Yeah. You know, yeah, under under promise over deliver, as they say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially I mean, being like flexible. I said, again, super fortunate, very privileged where <laughs> where I had like a backup where this wasn't like my Yeah, this I wasn't was a trying to make thing. a living with it. Awesome. So when it came to the different types of commissions, like uh I saw on your Twitter that you've done uh Clarissa Shields, you've done Errol Spence as athletes. Um, is it different creating um, custom action figures or Funko Pop creations for athletes compared to fictional characters where you might have um, a bit more material? Uh, not really. Well, I guess it's uh, the, actually the athletes are a little easier um, really? just because uh, like they're it's like simple clothing and especially with okay. Funko Pops in general, like they're they're like they're kind of simplified and uh, like kind of cute and you know like so i can i don't have to get into crazy detail with mm. them uh but the, i guess the, the only tough thing is like the like the logos and like mm. the the text yeah, and stuff like yeah. that because like i paint everything by hand wow so like so like i like i have like maybe like like as uh, like an eighth of an inch of like a waistband that i have to like <laughs> i have to like paint like t-rex or right. like the truth you know <laughs> like from like aerosmith and like right. uh, clarissa shields but uh, but other than that like it's it's uh, they're actually pretty quick uh to do just because there's it's less like sculpt work because like i've done stuff that like where there's all kinds of like crazy armor mm. or like all this mm. kind of intricate like little details type things and a lot of layers and 
Uh, usually it's just like if I just have to sculpt like some shorts and some gloves, like that's yeah, it's pretty no big easy. Deal. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't think about that. Like, yeah, I didn't um, think about that either. I'm thinking yeah. it's harder to capture real life compared to something that's in it that's uh, right. drawn. Like if it was like but... an action figure, it might be slightly harder just mm. because like I have to get uh, it's more of like a realistic look. Right. And like with the, with the Funko Pops, like pretty much all of them look the same. Minus like, <laughs> minus like, you know, like certain hair type details. Right. Mm-hmm. But like all the faces look the same. Right. Like all the clothes are like, you know, the only thing was really like the clothes and, and the, you know, just saying like the certain characteristics, like the certain little logos and things like that, that really distinguish right. them. Like, a, yeah. uh, like you, you guys know, like, you guys know like Tuskegee airs and of stuff course. like that. Yeah, but like big, big the, like minus like like pretty much like 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 Abel, which has like the 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 aviator hat. Right. 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 It's pretty much like the same as the Ayana pop, just minus like some extra hair in mm. the back, right? right. Like right. In the, but everything else is exactly the same. Yeah. You know, and then same thing with with uh, Slip and all the other and Omar and all like all of them just had the same body, just like a different <laughs> right, right, different hairstyles. Either they have the the aviator hat on, but they all got the jacket. It's right, all, it's all right. pretty similar. All, uh, yeah, similar, but the jacket yeah. and everything else was all details. The same. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, I you know I never thought about that like weapons and armor and all that stuff. Like, there's a lot of detail that goes into that. Whereas, like an athlete is like. Yeah, it's just yeah. some shorts and yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> shorts, maybe yeah, a jersey, like a Nike logo Nike, here, yeah, Adidas right. logo there. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, if it if it does get like really, if it's one of those like like a crazy logo or something, I'll just print it out and like glue it on there. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, whatever works. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, that's awesome. cool. That's really cool. So, um. Back to the the comedy part, you you mentioned you really you know, enjoy comedy, so you fell into it. Uh, that's not an easy art form um, at, to undertake at, at all. Like, um, I I've I used to be an associate pastor, so I know what it's like to have to speak in front of a lot of people um, okay. and, and and maintain their attention. Um, and sometimes oh, yeah. make them laugh. <laughs> um, it's hard enough to get people to be relaxed and laugh for, you know, in, in uh, 45 minutes to an hour sermon. I can't imagine having to make people laugh continuously for a 10, 15, 20, 45 minute, an hour long set. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like, uh, what what, yeah, what yeah, is I, that like for you? Um, I mean, like, I, I was lucky. And t- one thing is uh, with taking the class is that your first performance is performing in front of like uh, like pretty much all you and your classmates like nothing but friends and family okay and so everybody wants you all to be to be good mm-hmm. right or like to, to so it was really supportive like as my first uh my first performance it was a big rude awakening when I took like I went to like a real open mic <laughs> <laughs> and got got barely anything but <laughs> And and I and trust me, I've I've had a lot of bad shows, uh, but after a while, you just kind of grow a thick skin about it, mm-hmm. where you just um, uh, where you just like uh, you just hold on, hold like on for dear life, like the times that you did do pretty well, mm-hmm. and just like no, like there's some, there's like either like like for some reason I didn't connect with the audience mm-hmm. that day. 
was like, but I know this joke has worked many times, you know, kind of thing. And that, that's right. all, it's the only thing you can do, you know, like sometimes yeah. it's just like, like sometimes you just say one word that just shuts down an audience and yeah. then yeah. like, <laughs> Okay, well, <laughs> it's gonna be one of those days, right? And then, and then usually, uh, and it, and it's bad that I don't like I, I'm I'm so like in in my stand up comedy career, like I'm at the point where I'm the feature act, like the the middle guy, the guy before yeah, the for the main event for for the headliner. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it was sort of one of those things again, like kind of my seems like my whole uh, whole life is, revolves around setting the bar low. <laughs> <laughs> and just being like, you know, like, you know what? Like they didn't pay to see me anyways. And, and then like, I would just kind of go on autopilot and I would do my jokes, like do the jokes that I was going to do. Mm-hmm. And if I got a reaction or not, you know, like I did my, did my allotted time so I can get my money yeah. <laughs> and then I'll just walk off in shame. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while though, like, you know, like I can win them back, but. Most of the time I do, but still, that's, a, that's a pragmatic yeah. approach. Yeah, but it, but it's fun. Yeah, it just you just grow a thick skin about it, you know. I guess, and it it's fun. It's so funny because like I'll I'll go to like work events with mm-hmm. my wife, right? And like these are like surgeons, right? Like like people right. that that cut people open, like for a living, right? And saving people's lives, right? And they're just like stand up comedy. Oh man, I can never do that. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like, and you're like, you, you, you right, cut like, some? Did you cut somebody's heart out yesterday? And they put a new right? one in. Like, you held a heart in your head and you pumped it right to, right to make this person live. And then you're just like, and you can't talk in front of drunk people. <laughs> right. <laughs> Like yeah. it is not that bad, right? It's not that serious, but that, it is a very. I mean, people have a fear of public speaking. There are people who would rather, you know, cut people open and try to save lives and then right. talk and try to entertain people, because um, you can. It's. I mean, it's a learned thing. I mean, as you said, you've taken classes, you've worked on your craft, you learn it. But right. most people look at entertainment as something that's natural. They like you know. They think they don't have natural charisma. They think you have to be born with it factor to be successful. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, that, yeah that's a very bad misconception. Like, yeah. That, that, or that's what I learned uh, on, like, pretty much everything I do. Like, uh, and then, like, when I – my advice to people when they're first trying to do anything, mm-hmm. right? I mean, first it's, you know, first step to do it is to start doing it. And then, like, and then you have to give your time – give yourself time to suck. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you like you know what? Yeah, yeah. Give yourself time to like give, give yourself like, time you know I mean? to like, suck. Yeah, give yourself time to suck. You know, just like you gotta, um, or it's just like, I, I think it was like Adventure Time. I think Jake said it. Like you uh-huh. just like you know, sucking at something is the first step of being okay at something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. So, yeah, so that was Jake, like, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I hold that the, I hold, I hold that phrase. Like very close, and close and to this Jeep Nation motivational moment is brought to you by Adventure Time, <laughs> right? That's all I'm saying. This little yeah. stretchy dog, yeah, stretchy dog knows what he's talking about. Oh, and that's very uh, yeah. true. That's awesome. That is that is very insightful, actually. Yeah, like, like that's yeah, yeah. That, that's gotta go. That's gotta go <laughs> you know, on the like, shirt. And then like I mean, and I have to remind myself because like I'm I'm kind of like trying to write a book, like a comic, mm-hmm. and like and I get frustrated because it's not. 
it's not as good as I want it to be. Yeah. And then I have to remind myself, like, just like, dude, like, you know, like you did it with comedy, you did it with, with the toy stuff, you know, like you have to give your time, give yourself time, like enough time and like room that like it's eventually if you keep working at it, it'll like, I think it's Ira Glass. I think he said it like your, your, your taste, you know, like your, your skills, like start, catching up to your taste mm-hmm. in, in yeah. the in the medium kind of thing nice well, that's, that's well you just dropping all the gems today you right? want to take over i can, I can just go <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it running you're not i mean sorry. why i mean I'm, your, ki- I'm your kids are sleeping don't jump too much you just let me know <laughs> no not oh, at no, all great okay. okay. great stuff good stuff no it's excellent <laughs> stuff um he just wants to, you know, to to go back to his, you know, make sure his kids are all right. Cause nah, yeah, he finally got him. He finally got him down. <laughs> yeah, I got him to go to sleep. Nice. <laughs> um, so, within to the honing of the craft, uh, what comics made or currently make the most impression on you that you kind of look to for inspiration, um, potentially, or not that you take from them, but you look at them and say, okay, that I want to be able to perform to, to that type of level. Okay. Uh, well, like, well, of course, you know, like you got like, guys like Dave Chappelle, of course, he's of one course. of the best of all time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and like, uh, one of my favorite comics is, uh, Bill Burr. Okay. Um, he, uh, like, like he can get a bad rap sometimes if you just go based on just his stand up. <laughs> sometimes because like he's he's a contrarian right so all right. he does is like all he does is poke the bear like all the right. time and that and, is his shtick uh, he likes to push but, like, if you if you listen to his podcast like he's actually he he's actually a nice guy I actually got to got to uh mc for him one one time oh that's cool. awesome uh, which was really cool uh, and then uh but yeah he like i i like the I like the angry rant comics because I'm not really that kind of style. Mm-hmm. Like I like so, like where it seems more natural mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Like for yeah. me, like like my set list is very, like uh, very very thought out and like you know like written out and practiced. Yeah. And then um, there's another guy named Gary Goldman that I like a lot. And the guy just like his writing capability is just amazing. Like he he can write he can do a a bit about like grapefruit for like an hour long <laughs> bit like he just stretches just keeps stretching it out and it's just like the fact that he could just keep it funny too like and just keep it going and like he's like those yeah those are like my three probably three favorites nice, nice. very nice um, um so when like pe- like, like like my 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 humor is just more of like my personal like kind of personal stories or just like, it was more of like just talking with people. Mm-hmm. And then uh, once I get, if I get a laugh out of whatever story anecdote kind of thing, and then that's, that's kind of where, and then I try that on stage it. and then, yeah. Just kind you of try to make that. that into a bit. Okay. Yeah. So, that's cool. Oh, well, that's kind of, kind of hamper you a little bit with COVID then because everyone's kind of, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind yeah. of hard so to make new material say, if you're not talking to people. <laughs> <laughs> Um, just cause like, uh, yeah, this is one of those things where, or it, it's sort of a joke in itself where I just like, I, I used to, used to count on, cause the fact that I, I stay at home and I make toys all day, right. like, uh, like going to comedy shows and conventions used to be my reminder that I still knew how to talk to people. 
you know? Right, right. <laughs> and, and, uh, it's like you're not a hobbit. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, right? I was just like, this is like the perfect setup for like like a super villain, you know, right? Like, like, oh, they all laughed at me. You know? <laughs> the toy man shall get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. turn into a like toy master toy or something toy like master, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah toy man, yeah. <laughs> and it, like, uh, like another, like, yeah, that and the fact that like I do make toys, which means I have a lot of, I have a lot of uh, action figures, I, or I have a lot of piles of like dismembered toys, <laughs> right? Like so, like I'm, is it is it Sid? On yes, the toy Sid from Toy Story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, basically, I'm basically Sid. <laughs> <laughs> Frankensteining together and, like, toys. Yeah, and uh, like I have I have like these bins of like sorted like just heads. <laughs> and arms and body parts and i was just like i hope i'm never accused of being a serial killer yeah, they're gonna come into your spot be like huh okay he practiced and he's even organized look he's got heads in this bin legs and then arms and exactly torsos here <laughs> and i i really made a i really this i learned this the hard way uh saying something like uh, like over the phone where it's just like hey uh like keep an eye out like i got some heads coming in in the package like, like in the mail <laughs> and then like saying that out loud at a grocery store is not as <laughs> get you some weird books <laughs> all of a sudden the fbi showed at your house <laughs> <laughs> i'm like oh. yeah, you got the like old ladies in the corner like on right. the phone like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The guy over there, he's on the phone. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, no, I make, yeah, like, I make custom action figures. <laughs> he said, heads on the phone, he's got heads coming to him. Yeah. His yeah. license plate number is, is right. yeah. <laughs> I can see, I can see a whole bunch of Karens on the phone. This, yeah, him so, right officer. there, officer. Yeah, yeah, there's a Mexican that was. Because uh, they probably assume I'm Mexican. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot you guys live up north. You, you guys don't deal with that. So. Oh no, right. no! But up, up here, up here, it's um, they don't, they're not confused for Mexicans. Uh, it would be the Puerto Ricans or everybody's Puerto Rican every, or Dominican. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm from Detroit. Okay. Okay. Um, not exactly full of you know Hispanics. It's not a very big Hispanic population area. Moved to um, Pittsburgh, and then from Pittsburgh, moved to the Lehigh Valley, uh, which is north of Philly. Uh, it's about okay. an hour from New York City, so a lot of people from, you know, from New York, a lot of Puerto Ricans from New York, ended up moving down to Lehigh Valley because it's cheaper to live, still close to their family, they can find work. So I move over here. I'm 14 years old. People are just jabbering at me in Spanish. Now, I happen to love Spanish, but I don't <laughs> speak it. And I know very little. I'm just like, just blah, 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 blah. I'm like, all I heard was all day in basketball. <laughs> um, yeah, I play ball all day. <laughs> and they're like, oh, 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 you're not Spanish. And I'm like, no. Nah. They're like, oh, I swore you was Dominican. And I'm like, I'm from Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I used to get that all the time. It didn't help that I spoke Spanish. Um, <laughs> I used to get that all the time. It was just like we talking to me in Spanish, and then I respond, and they just keep going. And I'm like, um, did, yeah. Did they no, hit that part um, you don't know? 
<laughs> yeah, because like and you know, like I, I spoke Spanish pretty well. Um, so I knew most of the basic words, but then like when they would start really going in, I'm like, Yeah, I, yeah, I don't I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> and they like, they get to that you were just doing so good. <laughs> yeah, they get in that Chris Tucker Monosos Spinatos, Spinato, Dito, Dorato, Delatos, and you're like yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, or they start going really fast and then you're like, huh? Like, wait, wait, wait. I gotta give my brain time to take it. <laughs> you gotta translate Spanish, translate it to English and then translate it back to Spanish and you know that takes a little bit of time. <laughs> it's like I'm buffering. <laughs> I can see the I can see the buffering in your head. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> oh, oh that's great but yeah yeah that's what we get up here a lot we get a lot of the the uh yeah, the dominican, dominican or puerto, puerto rican. rican or both you're or, or you're mixed or both right. yeah or you're mixed <laughs> oh to your your other uh activity the emp cast um so this focuses on the x-men and avengers and you kind of mentioned that you were marvel guy i was wondering why those uh two specific teams um, well, it's, uh, yeah, and EMP Cast is, uh, I guess the, it's just the, the, the Twitter name for, uh, for Earth's Mightiest Podcast. And, gotcha. um, like both, uh, me and my, uh, my friend Corwin, mm-hmm. um, we were, uh, we were, we were both like hardcore X-Men fans. And, uh, but we, at the time, like around 2010, 2011, uh, they were, they were like, a handful of X-Men podcasts mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. And, and there, and this was around like the heroic age. I don't know if you guys are, of course, uh, we're both, yeah, like, we're both uh, big comic book fans. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, around the heroic age and that, that that's when, uh, I started, I kind of started back up to, uh, to reading comic books again. And, uh, so like it got to a point where, yeah, like I, I was reading the, the Avengers books as well. And then I just kind of talked to my friend Corn, who has done a podcast before. Uh, we just got, and I just had like, do you want to start like an Avengers podcast? And so then that's when we, we started our, like an Avengers podcast. And then uh, that was Earth's Mightiest podcast. We started around like Fear Itself, like around that time period. Nice. Uh-huh. And then, um, and then from there, like we kind of were like the the brother podcast to the like it was called a culture wormhole. It was like a an X Men podcast that mm-hmm. that we were friends with, and then like we were it's like they were the X Men one, and then we were the we were the Avengers one. Okay, and then uh like or, or yeah we were the Avengers one, and then like we were talking like and then Avengers and X versus X Men came a versus along, X. Oh, and we were like oh that. we should do a crossover podcast blah blah blah, <laughs> and then like they kind of just like ignored our messages and didn't really really do anything and then they they started doing avengers stuff mm-hmm. and then so we're like well it's like well well I, like we're x-men fans you know deep down anyway right. so so that's why we started just doing doing x-men stuff as well cool awesome. so we just kind of do that as a separate episode like less less in depth where we just kind of just go down the line and just talk about them kind mm-hmm. of thing like a l- little less informal uh, a little less informal than our Avengers titles. Okay. Where we, like, we, it was so, like, you know, because there's just so many events and everything, True. and we thought we were just doing, yeah. doing people a service where we're just, like, we, we read all, all, like, we event, we say, uh, uh, we avenge the, uh, yeah, like, we read all the books, 
and avenge the ones you may have missed, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. <laughs> uh, you know, like, and so, like, saying, like, yeah, don't read this one. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, like, you can skip this skip one. Skip this one. Like, this one's important. You kind of want to get this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. That's cool. It's very cool. So with um, with ones people skip or don't want to skip, um, the current X-Men run of, by Hickman has gotten a lot of uh, hit and miss from people, a lot of uh, controversy around the subject matter and the way the, the books are, are going. What are your thoughts on this current run? I, I love it. Um, I, I, love, I love that it's like, I guess it's like, like you know that this storyline is gonna really impact the X Men for for years on end, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's not like and it's not just like X Men versus superheroes or it's just not like another civil war or another whatever, you know, just kind of thing. Like this is like this yeah. one's like legit, like different. And I'm not like like this Hickman stan where like you know, like <laughs> not, like I, I love everything that he does. Um, cause like, uh, his Avengers run was kind of hit and miss for me, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh, like where he can, he can get like too into the details and then just not really do anything with it. Right. <laughs> you know, like, like he'll, he'll go into like, you know, he'll have all these like pages of like information, you know, just right. like, you know, like all these essays and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. And then you're just like, why am I the map makers, right. you, know, or, <laughs> like, you know, like in all this world builders, like ex Nilo, we, we're just not going to do anything about him. Right. Anymore, yeah. right? You know, <laughs> like, but he hasn't, uh, he hasn't done that with this yet, you know, but, right. uh, <laughs> like, so, and then like, I, I like the whole, the whole like like we when I saw that on on your show notes, I'm like, what's controversial? About this? <laughs> because, uh, I mean, to me, it's not. But I I, I hear a lot of people, um, either in groups or on Twitter, and I see people complaining about all this about is so much. Um, wow, let me try to say, let me try to specify one. Um, you know, political messages within it. Um, some people even mm. complaining about what's silly- ironic because like X Men is totally just yeah it's like the most political comic of all of all comics yeah 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 the biggest political satire comic in the marvel universe like you guys realize this is an allegory for racism right (laughs) yeah always has been political yeah uh yeah stuff or even things as silly as the fact that xavier's walking um you know, just uh, you know, yeah, exactly. That's and I'm like, really? Is that really what you can complain about? Because you don't see him drawn, you know, in a yellow floating wheelchair. Like, come on, man. Like, let's yeah, like let's grow up. Yeah, exactly. Like, like the 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 same people that probably complain that it's too different also complain when it's the same thing. Yeah, right. they, they say they want something different. Like, they're just, like, just never going to be happy. This is going to be angry nerds, angry fanboys. Yeah, the worst. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's pretty bad. But like, I I personally like it. I I do like the uh, like the moral aspect of the fact that they can revive at any time. Yes, and crazy. and like you know, just like did like do we do that? You know, kind of thing. And like, where yeah. do we draw the line on when we should revive ourselves? You know kind of thing or just like yeah. you know like because it like because it could be to a point you know like well you know and i joke about this on the podcast a lot where like it could be just where like you know like you you like stubbed your toe really bad or like broke your you know broke a broke a finger it's like oh 
let me just kill myself so I don't have to deal with that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so I can just be revived and not have to deal with it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it's an interesting aspect. Well, um, I, I felt, and I don't know, I don't know if you're a sci-fi fan, but when I am reading some of the early ones and when they went into the, the mission uh, near the sun to destroy the, the master mold, yeah. Um, and they were, they're out there and they're doing it. I'm like, oh, wow, they're all dying. But I'm like, well, they're cool because, you know, they know that they're going to be brought back. I got a, um, I got a Cylon vibe. I got a Battlestar Galactica. Like, hey, it's all right. good because, yeah. you know, they're going to download me into this egg and I'm going to grow and I'm mm-hmm. going to be back. So it's like, there's like zero consequences. So like you said, like, oh, my arms hurt. Oh, well, I'm just going right, right. to. Right, like, Or you just like, I had a bad day, you know, like. I had a bad day today, so you know, like I'm just gonna wipe my memory. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, hold on. Did, yeah, did yeah. that just, bad memory yeah. get to the yeah, cloud yet? Yeah. It didn't. Imagine okay. Imagine having like a reboot button on your life. You yeah, know? it's essentially <laughs> that. Yeah. Like it, it was. That was really like okay. It, it's such an interesting concept. So I was like, ah, what are? How do you? If you you have that new to your life, like something like Wolverine's always has, he keeps on coming back when he's living forever. But these other mutants that are not used to being um, invulnerable in such ways, like you would think some people would be trying to even abuse it, just like having fun with it. Like, hey, I'm going to jump off this cliff and see how long it takes or what I remember. Do I remember the fall? Do I remember the splat? Like, um, Right. And knowing my person, just my personality be like, knowing my luck, I'd be like the, it'd be that one time. It would be like, I would be Kitty Pride, like, you know, <laughs> right. in she Marauders. Can't, right, like, she can't get into Krakow. Oh, we can't revive him for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just not working. Yeah. We tried. Yeah. It's just not working. She has yeah. the worst <laughs> luck in this run, too. It's like, and Marauders is my favorite. Of, Marauders you know, is your favorite? Of Xbox. Yeah. I, I, I dig it. Um, especially the early, uh, the early, issues with um obviously sebastian saw shaw you know making yeah. his power plays mm-hmm. I, I i don't know why i love shaw i i always have he's yeah. a ter- he's a terrible character he's a terrible person yeah, um, he's but, such a bad yeah. <laughs> but he's got he's got such swag he's supremely confident <laughs> i was like, just gonna say that i was like i think he just like his swag. i do i do i love his <laughs> he's swag a he's a great <laughs> villain he always thinks he's gonna win um and his soft spot is his son. I don't understand why, but you know he always he'll do anything for Shinobi, even though Shinobi is a piece of trash too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I, I just I, I always think... dug Shaw, and his he's got terrible hair and those mutton chops. I I don't get it, but I love the guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible, but I I do love him. Um, what are what are your hopes for the rest of Hickman's run? What do you what do you think is going to come to a conclusion? Um, I mean, I think, I mean, it has to end, right? Like, I mean, it has to. It's got to end. Like, and it's so expensive yeah, like, right Krakoa now. It has to be a failed experiment, I, I would think. Like, I mean, because, I mean, this is not the first time they tried to just make their own nation, right. you know, like, or like set up their own island. Like, that never works. And so, like, I'm just, uh, I don't know how they're going to go about doing it. So like and, and like that's another thing I like about this book is or this this series is like I have no idea where like where 
the direction it's gonna go like what's right. what's not like, predictable you know, at yeah all. it's not predictable at all like no. i have no idea what's going on and i think they're gonna i think hickman's gonna throw us for a really big loop because from what i'm getting it looks like they're setting up for apocalypse to make everything fail but i think for once apocalypse is not going to be the phone in everybody's back like like they generally make him i think it's going to come from somewhere completely unexpected um and i'll be if that happens i'll be really really intrigued to see where they go yeah like good apocalypse is weird yes <laughs> like good guy apocalypse you just like, like wait they, 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 they had him self-serving as always for a while which i got but uh-huh. him his self-service being pretty neutral for the most part and not mm-hmm. damaging was like no, this, yeah, like something's up. Something is wrong right. here. <laughs> How long can you keep this up? Like, like, it's all next. Yeah, we yeah, hey, we're, we're watching you, buddy. Like uh, you're apocalypse still. Yeah, you're up to something. I don't know. Uh, so, uh, Mirage is the one you like the most. Which one did, would you say you like the least of of the different series? Um, I think. And why is it New Mutants? Oh, you don't like New Mutants? No, I'm just, I'm, I'm just. <laughs> no, uh, actually, the the one I like the least, even though like it's still pretty good, is probably Excalibur. Okay. Um, like I, I while I like I appreciate that it's there's like a sort of like a sword and sorcery mm-hmm. part of the book, like other aspect of the X Men that doesn't really get, um, the recognition. Like, yeah, the recognition that it gets, but it's uh like, for me, it's. Like it's a little out there, and then like Teeny Howard, like especially with just with specifically, specifically with that book, mm-hmm. like she kind of jumps around a lot. Yeah, and like it's kind of like hard for me to to keep up with what's going on because it's like you know like uh, like I, I was like halfway through the book till I realized they were in like in a different dimension. Yeah, they, yeah. you know, like you know, things like that. We're just like like that would be nice you, to know if you panels back right you yeah know, i'm just like where's that big caption up at the top you know like right. the top corner just like let me know where what time what dimension we're in yeah they they, they have been shifting back and forth pretty seamlessly it's like wait weren't you no oh okay um yeah right yeah confused it, yeah they just kind of just throw the you know they they throw on some curveballs that are interesting but it, again it's like and it's maybe just because like I just need to read it again, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. You're like, I need to read it a couple more times. Yeah. But most of the time, like, I barely have enough time to read the books that we have to cover. <laughs> like, I'm usually, like, reading, like, I'm usually reading, like, the, the books, like, the day of recording sometimes. <laughs> like, keep it fresh in your mind. Yeah. Yeah, there's just so many books, right? This is like, true. So, yeah. So, so yeah, and, like, so, and I, and it just, it's bad that I, constantly kind of put that one like to be last <laughs> and so like i just wish they would... I, I need to give it some more time to maybe appreciate it now are you um reading them by series or are you reading them in order of storyline uh like i'm kind of i'm kind of going by that checklist like, the checklist the yes okay I'm, uh, i've been yeah. trying to do the same because i i remember i missed uh I skipped one accidentally. I was like, hold up, wait, what happened? When? No, wait. Yeah, I was like, like, some of them tie in, right? Like, yeah, tie in so like, much. And some yeah. of them loosely tie. And some of them are like, if you don't read this, you missed out. Yeah. But yeah, I, I go by that checklist, usually in the back of all the X books, pretty much. Nice. Um, last question around that. So what surprise from uh, this X series really has 
you know, jumped out to you the most so far? Um, the probably the Mara thing, like in the 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 house. House of X. House of X, Powers, Powers of, of Ten. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, Powers yeah, of that, Ten. Yeah. Thing, I always get those mixed up. Because we don't know when they're saying X or when they're saying Ten. Yeah. Yeah, which one? I'm like, is it X or Ten? I don't remember. Yeah. Like, I, I, I try to push Hox, Hox Pox to, to, and Corn just wasn't, wasn't having it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, like the whole Moira thing, like, you know, like the fact that she's been like, like, yeah, like that reincarnated so many times yeah she's been reincarnated a bunch of times and then like and again like normally like i roll my eyes when i see like a big chart with hickman right mm-hmm. you know where it's like oh here we go again like all this convoluted stuff that's not going to really mean anything towards the end yeah, hickman but yeah, is when, the... get, when i got to that timeline of all the things that she did and the events and stuff like that here's like oh like, yeah. this is gonna be this is heavy. Like, this is a lot of stuff. This is really tense. I thought that was super cool because she's been inconsequential for most of the X-Men, yeah, exactly. you know, existence. Yeah, yeah. I mean, except for, um, you know, the Phoenix Saga, you know, in, in the end of Proetus, you know, Proteus in the end of that beginning of the Phoenix Saga, she's there, but she's not vital. She's, she's an afterthought. So yeah, for yeah, her, yeah. for her she to be like, yeah, she was a Professor X love interest, and that's about it. And then Banshee stole her, which was really weird. Right. Uh, right. That, that was weird. But, um, yeah. Yeah, so for that, for her to be so prominent, I was like, wow, that's, that, I agree. That was really cool. Cause, yeah, like, she, like, I mean, it's, she's she's getting a Marvel Legends figure, right? Like, really? That's, yeah, like, they, wow, they just that. announced it on, like, Hasbro Pulse. Like, they're, wow. like, they're doing, like, they're making, like, the, the Dawn of X, like, they're doing this run they're making that Moira and they're making the Professor X with his with the helmet. Yes. Oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's super dope. Wow. And uh, and I always That's I always cool. made the joke that uh like uh I don't re- I don't know if you remember like evil Reed Richards, like when the council oh, of yeah. of Richards, like like when he pulled off his helmet, like his he still had that big ass brain, like this weird head. And I just like yeah. uh, like like, please tell me, like, Professor X has got this gumball head. <laughs> <laughs> or he's, like, crying underneath the helmet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, no, but no, he doesn't. <laughs> but uh, it'd be funny as hell. That would be really funny. <laughs> wow. Uh, you know, the more you talk to him about the, about the Hickman's uh, idiosyncrasies, the more and more it, it feels to me, he's the George R. R. Martin of, of comics. Like, he is he is always throwing in so many details and it's like, are, are you going to do something with this or not? And so much often it's, it's not. Yeah. And like I said, like I, I loved his, uh, his fantastic four run. Like he, he did a really good job with that. And like initially like his, um, his Avengers run was like started out pretty good. And then they, and then when it got to that, like countdown mm-hmm. episode where he was kind of working backwards and it just felt like, and like maybe it was just reading it one month at a time that was making it drag on and on and on and yeah. on. You know, we're just like, okay, one like one million years ago, like till this time, and then right. like then one thousand, and then one hundred, and you're just like, oh, <laughs> just get it over with, and like like do something, right. you know, like and then and one of our one of our listeners who like hates absolutely hates like uh, Hickman. Mm-hmm. 
and like he'll just say like and he does have a point i I kind of agree with him sometimes where he's he's more story driven than than uh than character driven okay right Mm -hmm. like where he doesn't like with his avengers run minus like some cool really fun cannonball like sunspot moments Mm -hmm. like he doesn't like it's more plot driven than character driven. Like you can pretty much put in any other characters in there and it wouldn't really that, matter. That's, that's very so, yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. And, and X-Men specifically, which was my, like my, uh, I had some, like I was a little worried that he was doing X-Men because X-Men is like, you know, the Claremont X-Men is all about characters. Yes. Right? It's right. all character driven. So like, if you, if you don't, like if you just make it all about story, you're just gonna, you know. But like, I think just because like other other writers are also involved, I think there he's been able to take care of that. That's a great point because he yeah. does have the tendency to treat all the characters like placeholders, and you yeah, can't. Yeah. You like can't it could be anybody, that. you know. Yeah, it could be Howard the Duck. Right. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I love Howard the Duck. Be. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. But yeah, but you can't do that with X Men because the characters are so important and vital to anything story-wise right. and they're so different that right. you can't you can do that with avenger stories because there's so many avengers you can literally place except for the vital like five you can place anybody up in there and tell the exact same story but with x-men you really can't afford to do that yeah and, and do yeah. it justice and, and just in general like x-men fans are crazy and, <laughs> and like, like they wouldn't let that happen i guess or they would definitely let him know if he wasn't doing it and to be Fair, he 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 probably is like in, in the X Men book. I think it is really story driven, mm-hmm. um, and like, uh, but it's with the help of all the other writers in the in everything. Like, they're the ones that are that seem to have a good grasp of all the characters, and and they're they're writing them really well. Definitely, especially since Cyclops is still hoeing around because that's what this guy right how, how how does he get written to like every woman is is become cyclops like colleen wing um obviously gene then gene's clone madeline Pryor, and yep. uh emma frost and it's like you know what what woman hasn't cyclops gotten with yet it's like him and peter he's parker all american yeah. boy he's all yeah, yeah. i guess he's He's the mutant white privilege. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> it's like, oh, they, they, I think you know, Kitty's the only one. We, uh, yeah, remember we talked about the, even with the uh, with, when they wrote in, you know, them being descendants of Egyptian gods. And oh yeah, oh my god, yeah, <laughs> I can't. Family. I'm still. I, I tried to block <laughs> that from my memory. I'm like, what? The Summerses <laughs> are descendants of Egyptian king pharaohs now. Yeah, okay, yeah. sure. Uh, yeah, that, that's oh yeah. The summers are the, the yeah the walking privilege of the Marvel universe. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is going to conclude our our interview. Get to know, <laughs> get to know the yet portion of the show. So, Jeeks, uh, we appreciate your your listening through here. And if you haven't joined us on social media yet, why not? We have a growing and fun Facebook group waiting for you. And if Facebook's not your jam, we do have a Discord server that you can join as well. For all those already in our community, we appreciate every single one of you. And September has been lit. We got a nice little 
fight for a top spot. So we're going to see what happens. We got like a week left. So keep on <laughs> posting. Post them memes. Post them links. Post your streams. We want to support you all. And if you haven't found us on Facebook, just search Jeek Nation. And you can find us on Facebook if you want to find our Discord server as well. We have a link in there. Click on it. Join the Discord server as well. So we're going to move on to our what are you PWC section of the show? What are you playing, watching, or creating? So we recently talked about last episode about what we were playing. So you need to name to ask you what what are you watching lately, bro? Uh, what am I watching? Oh, I started the boys season two. Five. Yes. <laughs> Wait, I, I'm waiting. I'm waiting till they're all there because I want to binge it. Like. I don't want to. I don't want to wait. The same thing, and then I was just like, you know, what? I'm just gonna start because Mandalorian's coming out soon. Yeah, yeah, then, yeah um, that's true. I still haven't done Umbrella Academy yet. Neither have oh, I. Like Umbrella Academy is so good. So I'm like, I don't want to get too far behind with all of these shows, and then I'm like, and then I'm behind, and I got to catch up with everything. So I'm like, at least with the boys, I can catch up, and then just you know, I'll catch it weekly. Um, oh, that's a really good point. So, I didn't think of that. <laughs> Because I haven't started yet. <laughs> you see, see, see. Yeah, I waited. I waited to like four episodes before starting to watch. So like yeah. I was able to at least binge that much, and then now right. I'm the week. Yeah. So that's what I was thinking about. I was like, you know, that way I give myself a little bit of time, and then uh, you know I might even still be a little behind. You know, that way it's not like, but I'm not like so far behind that like I have no, you know, everybody knows what happened. I'm still like, it won't, yeah, you no won't be on episode on. two and everyone else is on episode eight. <laughs> right, exactly. So I uh, started that. Um, that's pretty much the only thing I've been watching because, you know, the rest of the time is with the kids. And so we're watching Disney Plus. And right. So you, you're like, uh, so, you, so you're, 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 like you're watching Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, what's what's going on with Paw Patrol right now? Yeah, <laughs> and I, and I missed the, I missed the the latest episode of PJ Masks, so you need to you catch me up. <laughs> Which is my son and those are his two favorite shows. So, uh, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> well, when, when my grandkids come over next time, I'll make sure I, I, that you're caught up because they they be playing yeah, that all the yeah, time. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, just call me and I'll, I'll catch you up. All so right. that, you know. Because I'll probably have missed some episodes them. in between there. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they'll be caught up, but, you know, I'm, I'm sure you need to catch up so I can catch you up. I, um, I appreciate you looking out, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, what, yeah, what have so, you been uh, watching then since he's uh, out there with uh, Nick with Nick Jr. and Disney Jr.? Um, Let's see. Yeah, like I, I watched, uh, yeah, like I watched uh, The Boys and uh, – the the fact and the fact that I do follow a lot of politics, like there there's a couple little Easter egg like there's a couple of references to like current stuff that's making it like making it like it's supposed to make you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I think. And it's sort of so I was just like, eh It's the boys it's supposed to be this. uncomfortable. Don't do that. <laughs> Let me out. Yeah. <laughs> Let me out. Yeah, yeah. Uh that and uh I've been kinda for the most part, I've just been kind of like, because I, I tend to, whatever I watch, I tend to work on toys and stuff at the same mm-hmm. time. Multitask. So, yeah. So, uh, so I, I usually have been, I've been rewatching Gargoyles on okay. uh, Disney Plus. Nice. And it actually holds up. It does. Yeah. It does. 
um, when I first got Disney Plus and I saw it on there, I was like, I wonder how well it, you know, how well it aged. But it you aged really you well. You were hyped. You were so hyped for that. I was, I was super hyped. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but then, like, you know, how you're like, you get hyped, but then you like, you start watching, and you're like, oh my god, this is yeah. terrible. Yeah, like, like X Men: The Animated Series is not <laughs> what. Not- Good. What? Good. It no, it, it, up, it's, it does. It's fantastic. You don't think so? That's I the first thing well. I watched when I got Disney Plus. I went to <laughs> X Men the Animated Series. I pressed play. I watched every bit of season one. I love it. <laughs> love it. Yeah, it, like, it's, I don't know. I don't know what it was. I was just like, ah. It's still it's the just... it's still the second best adaptation from comics to to animation, and. Yeah. I've never seen any animation be as close as to the comics, especially like Days of Future Past. Um, even, right, yeah, I'll give you that. You know, or, or even the Phoenix Saga. Like, it was well done. Now, the last season was terrible when they changed studios and everything. It looked terrible. The writing was terrible. But the right. first three seasons were, they were fantastic. Yeah. I, I can't put any other animated comic show over that except for Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, Batman's in another level. Yeah, that yeah, thing. Like I'm, I'm, uh, I'm at the part of the gargoyles, like in the later seasons, where I don't like really remember. Uh, where there's like a like a gargoyle, like KKK, basically. <laughs> yeah. What is? And, see, I didn't. I wasn't a gargoyles fan, so I definitely didn't get that far. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow, you're missing out, bro. You're missing out. I mean, I told you that before, but it got really weird. Like, I mean, like like to the point, like we're like they're wearing like hoods and and everything like it is yeah, that, wow. it was really that part was weird it was like but weren't they like they were like religious affiliated or something right yeah, yeah, yeah exactly like they were you know like yeah they're just like this were, you know gargoyle hate group were yeah, they like they were like, tem- were like kind of like druids or something i don't know but oh um, okay yeah it was super weird That's that part was weird, weird. But uh, overall, I think it held up pretty well. I think it held up well because it was like a time travel story, in a sense. And I think that like that kind of made it. Usually, you know, time travel stories don't hold up well. But I think that kind of helped because they were already kind of ahead of their time for like the nineties. Yeah, uh, it's like the the only thing it was just like the only thing I did notice is like they would have. Everybody would have found out about gargoyles a long time ago, like if it was yeah. in present day, right? Like because everybody's camera got camera stuff, phones. Yeah. <laughs> that that like, is so, that is so like, true. Back then they didn't have that. There there are so many things that are great from probably, pretty much pre two thousand and eight. I want to say where most phones then had a camera in, and even if it wasn't video, like there was a camera in your phone um, mm-hmm. that was pretty much became. I used to I used to work for T-Mobile back in like since from 2002 for about five years, and I watched where phones had cameras that and that was the luxury thing to have the camera, and I watched over that five year span where it became just another standard feature. So anything prior to like 08 show wise, right. it's like. <laughs> That just wouldn't hold up to that. Like people, Knight Rider wouldn't be a mystery because everyone would have seen him in all these towns and like, hey, there's that car I heard about. I saw on the video, you know, it, it had been all over TikTok. It, like, right. it, there would have been zero mystery about about so many cool things. You know, um, yeah. the six million dollar man. Everybody would have known about that dude. Somebody would have pulled up their phone. Yo, I saw this dude Steve Austin jump for ten feet, ten. You know. <laughs> two stories into the air 
Like, yeah, that there's no mystery <laughs> any anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You know, now that you say that, like, technology has definitely made writing harder when it comes to like stories like that. Like stories like Gargoyles, like Six Million Dollar Man. Like, how do you keep stuff you know, hidden? All those stories. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's like people like, it's just not believable. And people, are, you know, like, it's, it's, people are just like, yeah, that, that can never happen today. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> so at the like, same time, like, there's like, you know, then there's like Miss Marvel, right? Like, where she still has like a secret identity. And, yeah, that's true. And like, they, there's, she's able, somehow able to hide it. <laughs> like, I don't know how. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, like Flash, <laughs> like, Flash works. Gargoyles thing, though. But yeah, Gargoyles yeah. is too hard. Like, Flash can hide yeah. himself because he's so fast. But, yeah. you know, you know, something like Gargoyles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Gargoyles. I mean, it was hard for the, the Turtles to stay, you know, incognito in the 80s. So, you know, with April O'Neil being know. on. I think the Turtles could, do, I think they could pull it off. Yeah. <laughs> Ninjas, man. Yeah, that's because I forgot. Remember, I forgot remember those. The bell, remember the bell challenge of the Foot Clan? Like, come on, bro. I, I forgot. That's, that's you know, like... those those hats and those brown overcoats were the best <laughs> disguises. No one would ever see them turtles. <laughs> no one would know. No one. Yeah. And just think of I'm Team Donatello. As well, they, he, like, no, no. Newbie liked you. We are Team Donnie, Donnie all the way. <laughs> Donnie is the best. Team Donatello up in here. That's what I'm talking about. I, I have to say this though. Um, I saw the picture from some of the boys' promo. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody posted on Twitter, and they're like, "Who is this guy?" And they're like watching. Like they're like, "Who is this guy?" I thought he was. They're like, "Is he part of the writing team?" And because the guys, he wasn't very recognizable. It's the guy that played Homelander. Homelander. <laughs> and I'm like, that's Homelander? Like, no way. I look closer and I'm like, oh, snap, that is him. And he's got glasses on and he and his hair is like slightly, and he doesn't look like him. And I'm like. It's like Clark Kent. <laughs> right? I'm like, okay, this whole Superman disguise thing I've been bashing for my entire life. <laughs> maybe, maybe it works for some people. Like, okay, like, okay. Wow, I really did not recognize him at all. Yeah, like, um, was it uh, someone, there was a meme going around uh, like a year or two ago of like Zoe Deschanel, like where she was wearing like her glasses and had like her, her bangs up and then it was like stylized and she looked like completely different. And then you were just uh, like. I remember that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, like. The, I guess the Clark Kent Superman thing actually well, works. I mean, <laughs> I, I did not know that she was the chick. Like, I knew she, I knew she was, it was her. Like, I didn't put it together. I knew she was an elf. And then I saw her, what is the show? New Girl? Good Girl? Something like that? New Girl. New Girl. Okay, so I seen, like, a clip from that. And I was like, and I'm like, she looks like kind of familiar. And I'm like, ah, I just couldn't place it. And my wife looks at her and goes, Oh, that's the girl from elf. And I'm like, no, that ain't her. <laughs> She's like, no, that's her Zoe Deschanel. And I'm like, look at my phone. Oh, I stand corrected. Okay. All right. That, that indeed is her. I, I, and I can't, I can't yeah. knock the Clark Kent uh, thing so much anymore. Like the, some of these people can exactly. pull it off. 
Yeah, I think we all need to apologize to DC for uh, bashing them for all these years. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, they've they've bashed themselves a little bit because they know it's, yeah. it's, it's silly to an extent, but um, <laughs> especially because he writes about Superman, you know, and <laughs> so it's like it's even right. more out there. But but then the whole that's the Peter Parker thing too. So for at least he yeah, had yeah. a mask. Like, hey, this guy's always taking pictures of Spider Man, and that no one else can capture. Mm. <laughs> no one else is ever there. Somehow he always knows. Somehow he's there. always there. It's so weird. weird. It was so weird. <laughs> it's, oh. like, um, it's like the old Bruce Wayne joke. It's like, hey, whenever Batman shows up, you're never around. <laughs> Yo, and, and the fact that he's never been discovered by anybody figuring it out. Like, come on. Like, I mean, it, there's only... Uh, the top one percent is in that is super money range, and one percent yeah, that, that one per- that that, that can afford to be Batman, right? Yeah. And only one percent of the top one percent can afford to be Batman. So it's like it's right. not hard <laughs> to figure out who Batman, Batman. is. How many yeah, of that one percent of one percent lives in Gotham? If that, happened, if that happened in present day, I'd be like, okay, Jeff Bezos. Right, right. Uh, Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Yeah. That's about and, and one of those princes out in Saudi Arabia, like yeah, you, know, yeah, right. you know, like that's it. Those, those are the, those are the four people that can be Batman. It's like come on. And then, uh, yeah, I, I like as a as a progressive, as someone like on the left. I, I won't delve into it, don't worry, guys. Uh, <laughs> but, like, it, it kind of, I hate that my politics started ruining Batman for me. <laughs> like, why don't you build a hospital, bro? <laughs> you know, just where I was just like, you know, it's like, you know, like, if it's like, it's sort of like, a, like, Batman wouldn't need to be there if we had universal health care. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, they will. Well, they need it. Again, again I, I won't delve. delve too oh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's funny. funny. Though, it reminds me of the um, that uh, comic that you posted, Magic. Remember? It was like uh, which one? I'm trying to. It was like I Batman. It's like Batman, Wonder Woman, and they were like in a text feed. And she was oh like, yeah, the heroes. Um, the yeah, text messages from heroes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a great one. And she was like, uh, ah. She, he was talking about all the villains and she's like yeah they're all like crazy right and he's like yeah and then he said something about like they're they're like you know mentally they have mental illness or whatever and she's like well you know if you just like basically like if you donated to the hospital like, yeah, like, you yeah, if, yeah. If, if, like if arkham helped these people they probably would be better yeah or like uh, if bruce wayne just paid his fair share in taxes like there'd be less like bank robbers, you know, because everything would be fully funded and no one would have to have to rob anybody. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what it was. It was Mr. Freeze. It was free. Yes, that was it. it was Mr. Yeah. Freeze. Or like, what, why, why, why is Freeze bad? Well, his wife was dying, and because they needed money for the research. Well, why didn't you pay for it? Because <laughs> uh, I needed to kick him. <laughs> Because <laughs> he's evil. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah he, he stole the stuff to fund the research to save his wife. Oh, bro, why didn't you pay for it? Like, 
and and, and, and I can like under- a, you have to just suspend your disbelief and just yeah, yeah. <laughs> an interesting story and then blah blah blah. However, if the so, ju- however if the Justice yeah. League wasn't always putting everything that they blow up and damage onto Batman's tab because he's the only one with money, they'd be like, yeah, the Justice League's gonna pay for it, and Batman's like, what? If I'm the only one here that's got any money, who's paying for this? <laughs> that, 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 that's, that's a burden. It's kind of funny that he's the only rich one in the Justice League when you think about it. Um, well, him and Luther, but, um, and, well, Luther. But, but as far as like mainstays, yeah, he's the only one with money. Oh, no, well, yeah. no, Oliver Queen, but he's, see, he's the one who's supposed to be doing all that, and he ain't doing it either. Yeah, he's not either. Yeah, he's another one. And his character is like, the thing about his character is he is liberal. He's supposed to be out there giving all the money out. And uh, he don't be doing yeah. it. <laughs> he likes to shoot people with his arrows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah we, uh, Someone just be like, pay your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. you Batman, which is pay taxes. Because oh, Gotham man. is in horrible shape. I mean, let's just keep it real. That's... <laughs> <laughs> it's in bad shape. It is in bad shape, unfortunately, like the Carolina Panther season. I hate to say oh, it to you. I hate to say it to you. I hate to say it to you. And I'm feeling your pain. Don't, don't, hear me out. I'm not a Panthers fan. But Christian McCaffrey is on my fantasy team. Um, oh, no. That's and, even worse. Yeah, so him on the IR really hurts. Um, don't be – I beat you. I beat you week one. So yeah, you, you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got lucky. You got lucky. I couldn't wait to see you again. <laughs> In the playoffs, but now, yeah, I don't, I don't claim victory now. I don't know what's gonna happen because McCaffrey's out. Um, is there any hope for you as a Panthers fan yet for the Carolina Panthers season? This season, no. Uh, I, I mean, like you know, like I know that the whole like tank for Trevor is is uh, is a is a thing going That's, on. Yes, it is. I'm, Part of me thinks it's gonna happen anyways, but I'm I'm still like I'm one of those guys like 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 nah man you can't you can't just purposely lose you know like I mean th- they're gonna do it anyways more likely. <laughs> but like right. but I, I, I came into the season knowing it was gonna be like uh knowing it was gonna be a rebuild year you mm-hmm. know just because like coach like pretty new owner yeah right? new owner and then. I mean, the offensive line was garbage Terrible. last year, Poor and the defense was even worse. And <laughs> and then like and then we lost, and then Luke Keekly and um, yeah, that uh, was a shock retirement. Yeah, Luke Keekly left, and and even then he wasn't playing his best, but he like you know he's still one of the best players. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, watching this season, like their defense that was a, a lot of problems still. So like it's just gonna be a rebuild year. So it's just like any win I'll celebrate, mm-hmm. but and I'll also watch them. But yeah. and then I don't know. There's just there's just something about the Panthers where they don't seem to like Clemson players. Yeah, they don't have a tendency to draft them. But yeah, it seems I, like I Trevor know, Lawrence is, is such a uh, is such a given. And then like and I mean, and being the Clemson fan, I would love. Love, love, love for Trevor Lawrence to be a Panther. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. Like, part of me is like, the like Carolina Panthers will find a way to win just enough, <laughs> not to not to draft them because they for some reason they just don't like Clemson. 
Like, <laughs> like they never draft any of their players ever. Well, the, like the, past, the past few years, I don't know why. Well, the only two worst teams really are the Jets and the Giants, and they, you know, the Giants and the Jets both recently drafted quarterbacks, you know, in Darnold and Jones. Like, would they, would they draft another quarterback? It seems to me like it's perfect for Lawrence to fall in Carolina. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, though, like, is Lawrence going to be good when when the O line is still garbage? You know, like, that's so, the like, thing. I, I mean, think like, he's a college quarterback yeah, star. Yeah, I don't know. I, if yeah, I'd translate. love to have him, but like, I just I don't see it happening. Just because, or I mean, I would. I think if, if they got to a point where they, you know, they were the last place team, mm-hmm. like, of course they would get him. But like, that would be. It's just like you said, like, uh, and I know. Like I didn't become a Panthers fan till I went to college, like in like 2000, like, and I started becoming a Clemson fan, like okay. a Clemson Tigers mm-hmm. fan. And then as as the college football season ended, I was like, well, now what I'm gonna do? Right. And, and that's why I just picked up the pan. Like the Panthers were at the Super Bowl against the Patriots around that time. Yes. And uh, and then that's where I picked up that fandom. And so like I had to deal with the the Jake Delomiers. John Fox era, uh, but I also caught the tail end of that where they were awful. They were awful enough to be able to get Cam Newton. True, and then yeah, and then they got good enough to get to the Super Bowl, only to disappoint again. <laughs> and then, and then it's always one of those things. And then this past year or so, there's like always on like the cusp of just like getting. They're gonna be good this year, and then they're just like, nope. nope. <laughs> well, hey, trust me. At we least you've had hope. We, we live for the last. 20 years we're we're <laughs> lions fans so we have no hope um we haven't every year every year is a very building year for us every year is that we almost made it yeah we all we are, we almost went eight and eight yeah but, but you guys are lions fans lions lions, lions. okay we're detroit yeah. lions fans um, oh yeah yeah you yeah, you, we, guys, you guys we, feel, yeah, we suck like probably you might pay more than than oh, I do. Oh yes. yes, we sympathize greatly with you. Yeah, we we yeah. haven't been we haven't even been to a Super Bowl, let alone um, you know close to winning one. And the closest uh-huh. we've been to one was ninety two, ninety two or ninety three, and the NFC sounds about right game against Washington. Yeah, we we that Barry Sanders took us there by himself, and we still couldn't get <laughs> literally it. literally took us there by himself. Um, there, there was that. I think it was three, three, three or four years ago, where both Clemson and the Carolina Panthers were in the the championship game, and yes. both of them lost. Yeah, uh, like, and I was just like, I don't know if it's worse for for this, or just for them to have like just crappy seasons. Yeah, well, like, but 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 your your Tigers have been have won the national championship, you know, in very recent memory, yes. you know, and been to multiple national championship games. I was rooting for them in this last one. Um, okay. You know, I was rooting for him. Unfortunately, they didn't win. But I was, it was like, hey, you know, I was, I was going for him. Dabble Swing's a good coach, but yeah, yeah, yeah. like, uh, like I like, yeah, I went to college during the Tommy Bowden era. Okay, where again it was the you know like get six wins and keep my job, sort of, <laughs> sort of situation. Right. Um, uh, uh, you know, and and then like, like so, like my 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 football fandom didn't really start till i went to college Mm -hmm. um and like uh so like so that my whole life as a football fan i've never 
had had my team win anything mm. and like until just recently and then like now i'm getting to a point where just like this is what like a success like a is Patriots like fan <laughs> yeah. or like an alabama fan feels like right it works <laughs> Like, like national championship or this season is a bust right, you know? right. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is such a weird feeling yeah, I don't understand. that expectation it's like oh it's like oh and then then you want more of it it's like all right give me more give me more yeah exactly. i mean and then just the fact that i get recognition just for wearing a clepson hat you know we're just like hey that was a good game yesterday. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> like, well, I don't even know how to react to that you know or just like when they win a championship i was like congratulations i'm like right what do I say to that? I didn't do anything. <laughs> oh, see, like, that's easy. Like, oh, thanks. We worked so hard for this. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm just like, what do I say? Thanks. Well, like, the only, you, I'll tell you. What do I say? Well, I'm from the Midwest. I'm from Big Ten country, where football is okay. a way of life. So, we feel that we are as much part of the team as they are out there. Um, mm-hmm. Since you didn't become a football fan until college, I'll, um, and the ACC is it means football country, but. Football is not life there. Um, to put in perspective, in Ann Arbor, where Michigan is, sure, yeah, everything yeah. shuts down on Saturday. The entire mm-hmm. city is shut down. Um, nothing is open because everyone is preparing for Michigan football. You have people tailgating in their driveways. You have people at the stadium. and they Some people can't even get into the game. They're still at the stadium in the parking lot, <laughs> you know, hanging out, tailgate. For, like regardless of how good they were, but like yeah, like the town of Clemson is like the school, right? So yeah, but, that, but that's was, I, but that's the entire true. state of Michigan on a Saturday, whether you're rooting for right. Michigan or Michigan State, nothing right. is going on. Only thing that's not football related is people cutting their grass. Um, but, okay. but that's Saturdays or football season. People cutting grass in the morning, and then they're watching Michigan or Michigan State football. That's the only thing that goes down. It's, it's, it's crazy. So when people are like, hey, you know, congratulations on, on that win or whatever, they're like, yeah, that's right. We're going to get them next week and next year. And, like, they feel that sense of accomplishment. Um, it is – I mean, my mother went to Michigan State. I'm a Michigan guy. We don't even talk during the college football season. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's how much it, it, how much it goes deep. Uh, it is, it's, it's a really deep thing. So when you get that success and then you taste that success and then you start yeah. gloating on it, like you did mm-hmm. it yourself. And you're like, that's right. Yeah, we got yeah. you. It, it, it's addictive. Yeah, I was like that with Tar Heel basketball for a long time. Yeah, well, they trash <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. Now I'm like, none of my teams are good, but you know, back in the early nineties and two thousands I was like, yeah, it's Ario basketball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, nobody's touching us. Right. It was like our only competition was Duke. <laughs> I think we all can collectively but agree that we all hate Duke. Every, everyone here hates Duke, right? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Without I'm, a doubt. I'm I'm kind of indifferent, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, they're, they, they, they're ACC. You got to, you know, well, they're not a competition in football. So, yeah, yeah football, they're, they're, they're non-existent. One, one thing, though, like, I guess uh, Clemson just broke the, was it the 70, the 70 something losing streak at uh, Chapel Hill? Where, yeah, they did. Uh, they yeah. did this year. Yeah. 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 And then, like, they finally beat that, broke that thing. But, like, for just, just like, an edge more, I kind of hated the target. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly more than Duke. It's always that constant reminder. Right? Yeah, just like, we're just like, oh, 
It's like, oh, God, we gotta go to Chapel Hill again. It was like uh, it was like us in it was like us in Green Bay for a while. Oh yeah, we <laughs> yeah. couldn't win a game in Green Bay for. I, for I don't even built. ever on and especially on Thanksgiving. Oh, we like, can't. I was we, like, oh. we just can't even win on Thanksgiving. It's it's. I don't even know why I watched the game. Because I know we're going to yeah. lose. It's Thanksgiving. The Lions are going to lose. That's just that's how it happens. Yeah. It's not Thanksgiving if the Lions don't lose. Yeah. So as a as a Michigan fan, do you hate Michigan State more or Ohio State more? Oh, it's clearly we see. We have sympathy for little brother. That's what we call Michigan State. We call them little brother. Okay. Um, <laughs> we Ohio. We have absolutely no no love for it at all. Um, right. Yeah. It's it is a that we can agree on. I mean, let me, let me let me put it to you this way, yet. I, I went on a date one time with this very nice girl, very beautiful girl. We were talking, having a good time. Somehow we started talking about football, and then she revealed that she was from Columbus and that she was an Ohio State fan. And I was like, oh, that's nice. You realize we're never doing this again. <laughs> wow. She was like, what? Why? I'm like, yeah. I'm Wolverine here. This this yep. this can't work. Like you know, we we, we can't have Scarlet Wolverine children. That's it's not gonna work. Just... <laughs> Wolverines are allergic to nuts. Yeah, exactly. Just... We can't. It's, just, it's not gonna work. You know. Just... Uh, that's hilarious. Scarlet and gray and maize and blue just don't mix. <laughs> you know, uh, we it's 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 brutal. My my mother and I one time we the family went to Columbus for I forget. We went to visit friends, and uh, I wore my Michigan gear. My mom wore her Michigan State gear, and my father who went to a, a D two school. He looked at us. He's like, "Why are you always antagonizing these people?" And we looked at him like, "It's what we do. <laughs> it's what we do. We antagonize the Buckeyes. It's what we do." Well, I mean, you got to give it to Ohio. Really doesn't have anything else. That's true. Ohio is true. <laughs> <laughs> any, any listeners in Ohio, we love you somewhat, as long as you're not a Buckeye fan. Um, but look, there's not much going on in your state. Let's keep it real. Okay? Let's just keep it real. Um, yeah, like uh, my my last my last day job, my last engineering job. Uh, our main office was in Jackson, Michigan. Mm. And I, I've done the drive from like Atlanta up to Michigan, and I yeah. remember hating driving through Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've taken that drive many times after we moved to Pennsylvania, driving back home to Michigan. It's like, oh, we gotta go through Ohio here. Yeah, like, like I was, uh, and it was just, I mean, just in general, like the Midwest, just, like you know, because just road construction all the time, right. but. This is one time specifically I was driving through, I think it was around Dayton area mm-hmm. where the, the lane was like kind of slightly shifted and I was just driving on the rumble strip for like an hour oh. behind like this really oh. slow person. And I was just like, I hate Ohio. Oh. I hate Ohio. <laughs> Screw the Buckeyes. Screw yeah. Cleveland. <laughs> Screw the Bengals, all of them. <laughs> I was just cursing them all. We just, like, I have friends in Yellow Springs that are good friends of mine that okay. I support. That have a comic book shop over there. Nice. And, but yeah, but every, other than that, yeah. screw other Ohio. Yellow, other than that, trash. Yeah. Yeah, trash. <laughs> nice. All right. So moving on, um, moving back to the comic book world, but into the movie world as well. Uh, Aldous Hodge of Leverage and Friday Night Lights fame has been cast to play Hawkman in DC's Black Adam movie. 
What are your collective thoughts on this casting? Either one I of you feel, feel don't for- really having it. I mean, yeah, I, d- I don't know enough about Hawkman to really to really have an opinion. Um, okay. I mean, I I see my I see the. I see my black friends on my feet pretty happy about it. So okay. I guess I'll just be happy association. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, okay. I, 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 I'm pretty, um, I, I don't have an opinion. <laughs> that's okay. I, I don't have much of a strong opinion personally because I'm not a big Hawkman fan. Um, I think the character has always been kind of goofy to, to, I think it's been kind of a goofy character. So I've never been, very at a vested interest in him, but I do like Aldous Hodge as a, as a actor. So okay. I'm excited for, for that aspect. And because I think he and, and, you know, the rock as black Adam will really have a very cool, um, especially for a fight scenes, a great physical dynamic that they'll be able to portray on screen. I think um, it'll really give a boost for the value of a DC film. Cause I mean, let's, let's call it what it is. Their, their movies have been trash lately. Right. Yeah. I think the yeah. both, the better, the better the actors they can get, the, the better the, the film more they, yeah, <laughs> will they, end up I mean, being. To boost their, uh, credibility a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I like him as an actor. I, yeah, I'm with you. I've never really been a fan of Hawkman. Um, yeah, he always just seemed like a B lister to me. Not like, even B, man. Hawkman to me is like a like D lister. Yeah. He's not important. He's got this, you know. He's got his hammer and he flies around, and that's about it. Like, right. And yeah. then it's just you know, like I was just like, yeah, he's just never been important. Like I've, I haven't seen like that. I can remember. I don't even remember him in any important events, storylines, anything where I can be like. Yeah, Hawkman. <laughs> like, you know, just... There were a couple of like episodes. I think it was Justice League Unlimited. There were a couple of episodes that were Hawkman based Hawkman that Center. were kind of cool. Okay, but uh, other than that, like yeah, like even that, like I remember those episodes, and it was like it still seemed like he was taking like a backseat to Hawk Girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, yeah, they pushed Hawk Girl. Yeah, they pushed Hawk Girl hard. But yeah. Hawkman, he's an afterthought. No one, no one. <laughs> yeah, like, or even in. I um, remember those episodes. Yeah, it was Justice League Unlimited. I remember those episodes, and I was yeah. just like, um, like that was yeah. a good storyline. It was a good storyline, but I was just like, like, it was just like, oh yeah, like who's that guy that looks just like Hawk Girl, but like <laughs> you know, there's a guy, there's a guy. <laughs> well, I, wait, there's there's other hawk people it, it is and it's not like girls only one you know like, gonna get some hawkman stands hey i i would like, like to meet a hawkman stand i don't think they exist like oh, uh, dude you, one thing i learned about tabling at conventions is you can there is a fan for everything i believe that i i, believe I, I, I suppose and it is the most awkward thing to just get like you're just sit, stuck at your table because mm-hmm. you're trying to sell stuff, and there's like a dude that's just like talking to you about like everything about Wolfsbane or something like that. <laughs> like, like Rain Sinclair, he just, like, like, just absolutely loves her, and that's like, and it just keeps on talking, and you're just like, uh huh, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Rain's great, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Great. yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, there's, there's, a, there's a hardcore fan for every character 
Well, that I, I, believe. That, I believe. That's probably sure because I don't. But I don't know what they're basing off if they're a hardcore Hawkman <laughs> fan. Because I mean, I remember even I thought they were going to do him maybe a little justice in the um, Legends of Tomorrow, and yeah, yeah. then they killed him mm, off. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, more, no, we're focusing on Hawk Girl like they do in everything else. Okay, like, yep, yeah, it's <laughs> well, yeah. He like he always takes a back seat. Yeah, which yeah. is, I mean, I guess it's kind of cool because you know, like. You know, female representation and you know, down with the patriarchy and all that. Um, <laughs> not, but, I think it's just that Hawkman is just not intriguing <laughs> to most people. <laughs> but um, yeah, like it's just like. I mean, like, I guess, like I've always like from if they if I learn anything from anime or you know things like that, where they'll like if they can find a way to make Hawkman cool, then I'm all for it. You know, same just here. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sign me up for it. I just haven't I seen just it. I haven't yet. figured it out. Yeah. Sure. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Ne- next quick hit topic here. Um, two years after the initial announcement, Donnie Yen is preparing for the Sleeping Dogs video game movie to come out and start filming. I shouldn't say to come out, but to start filming at the end of this year. Being that uh, Donnie Yen is the awesomeness that he is. What are what are our hopes here for Sleeping Dogs movie? I I don't know anything about Sleeping Dogs in like um uh but I will watch anything with Donnie Yen. <laughs> so <laughs> you know. I all I know from Sleeping Dogs and I'm a big gamer is I've seen I've seen the the cover art. I've yeah. never played it. Isn't it like kinda like a Yakuza type? That's what I hear. Um, and, be, and because I saw the news about Donnie Yen like a day or two ago, um, you know, Facebook listening to everything, um, some video came across my feed of two um, martial arts actors watching clips from Sleeping Dogs and showing different uh, martial arts styles that the main character was using. And like they were critiquing the fight scenes from the, from the oh, game. Wow. Yeah. So that gave me additional hope that this is going to be a very action filled movie. And, um, and having Donnie Yen is perfect because they were showing the main character doing different styles. So one was a Wing Chun, um, Wing Chun based style. One was a Jeet Kune Do based style. One was an MMA, um, based style. So all things that we've seen Donnie Yen do, we know he can do well. So having, that caveat being it'll be carried and covered by the you know your main actor looks like it'll it'll be a good time. I don't know what the story for Sleepy Dogs is, um, I mean, but it's Donnie yeah, Yen. He's awesome. So yeah, exactly. Like it, like I I love the Ip Man movies, right? Oh, like me too. Oh yeah. I can tell you what 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 happened in like all four or five. <laughs> yeah, like, I think there was one where he fought like Mike Tyson, but I don't know which one. Wait, uh, that was the, um, hold on, I, I, that was yeah. the third one. Yeah. That was okay, the third one. Like, I don't, I don't know it enough where I was just like, all I know is I liked it and it was awesome. Yeah. You know, just like, just like Donnie Yen in general, just, it's a, like, you know, it's sort of that, that, uh, that Morty meme where he's just like, you son of a bitch. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> you said Donnie Yen. That's yeah. it. I'm in. Yeah. Count me in. Count Done. me in. Yeah. yeah that, that, that's mean, how I feel. Yeah. I've actually never played the sleeping dogs games either, but, um, you know, Google is the king. Google university says, uh, the story follows way Shin, an undercover Chinese American police officer on assignment to infiltrate the Sen on 
Sun On Yi Triad Organization. Gameplay is focused on Shen's fighting, shooting, and parkour abilities. Cool. So sounds cool. Sounds like good. <laughs> sounds good to me. Kind of makes me want to play the game. Um, <laughs> and I wonder if it's on sale. <laughs> you have to check but, that out. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Anything that Donnie Yen is 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 awesome. I mean, like he's he turned a Star Wars movie with no Jedi into like something the to best watch. Star Wars movie ever. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I mean, <laughs> like, there's not many people that can do that. Yeah. And like did martial arts and you know with a, yeah. with a staff against uh, blasters, so like <laughs> and stormtroopers. <laughs> that's that's um, a great point because uh, he's got well, he's got such a presence. Um, yeah, and I've been a a Donnie Yen fan since the first thing I saw him in, which would oh, which was um, Highlander Endgame. Um, oh, wow. yeah. yeah. Um, which back in 2000, that was the first thing I saw him in that, um, and then I started watching all his films that had come out, um, beforehand, uh, you know, um, Iron Monkey one and two, um, uh, Wing Chun, um, another, another one, uh, I forget, it. but love his stuff. And then my, you know, Looking at it, you know, with with Eatmon movies, Flashpoint, Special ID, Legend of the Fist, um, and then the small roles in like Hero, uh, Shanghai Nights. Mm-hmm. My thought is, and I'm wondering what you two think: Is Donnie Yen the king of martial arts films from the past, you know, twenty years? Yeah, I was like, I can't think of anybody else. That, I really can't. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, anybody that's just like a legit. Like just martial arts, like I think anybody close would maybe be like Jet. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, Jet Li was always my favorite, but then he kind of just like but, disappeared. Well, he got but sick he, too. Yeah, he got really sick for a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but and then, you know, but he he had a lot like that. There was a lot of like you know like string effects, you know that kind of thing. Like sure, uh, where but like Donnie Yen is just like a straight up martial artist. Right, like, or his movies are just yeah. Jelly did do a lot of wire stuff. Yeah, yeah. wire work. Yeah, yeah, wire um, stuff. Yeah. But even if you yeah. look at you know Jetly's, because to me Jetly is late nineties. Um, yeah, you know Protector and once once upon a time in China, all his really mm-hmm. good Hong Kong work was all was all nineties, and he did. You know, he became more of a star earlier in the two thousands here in the states with uh, you know Black Mass coming out and. You know, mm-hmm. um, Romeo Must Die, you know, Cradle to Lethal the Grave, Ether Weapon 4 mm-hmm. in the 90s, late 90s. Um, yeah. So, but like, like, you know, like you said, like, you know, he got sick and then that just unfortunately faded for him where Donnie's been able to consistently put out really, just yeah. really great films. Um, yeah. and, if they're, yeah. and if they're not great films, they've got great action in them uh, that yeah. make yeah. them watchable. Even if the story is, yeah. I mean, Flashpoint, yeah. the story is not that good, but the fight choreography is fantastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I think he's a he's a better um, actor too, like dialogue wise, yeah. Oh, than, yeah. than Jet Li was. Jet Li's kind of struggled with dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, you saw that in Romeo you know, Must Die, like he was really yeah, struggling to yeah, force yeah, out the lines. Yeah, like um, 
And you look at a lot of his roles, he didn't talk a lot. <laughs> he was mostly, yeah. it was a lot of action. Yeah. Like, even Leave a Weapon before, I'd be surprised if he had five words. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, he didn't say much. Like he would show up and just start fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, like, whereas, like, you know, Donnie Yen, like, he has that presence um, when he's fighting, and even when he's not, like, you know, um, his scenes, like, a, like the ones that come to my, you know, immediately to my mind, probably because I watched it recently, it was, like, in, in the... Uh, um, I was about to say New Hope on Rogue One, and uh, he was just like, you know, he had his scenes where he was, um, he was sitting outside the temple and like talking to um, I can't remember the girl's name, and it's just like, like you don't, you don't even like he's just like every other actor, like you don't realize that like he's a, if you don't know him, you don't realize that like he's this huge martial arts star. Like he had good acting ability, mm-hmm. yeah. You know? That's true. He he definitely can act a lot better than the, your traditional martial arts mm-hmm. star. Yeah. So yeah, I would. Uh, yeah, I would. I would say. I think it's safe to say that. Yeah, Donnie Yen. Yeah, the, the greatest. Yeah. Well, in this, in this yeah, because sure. you can't. If you say the greatest, and all the people are gonna jump out the woodwork, to, you know, on Bruce Lee and, <laughs> yeah, uh, and Jackie think, Jackie yeah, Chan, yeah, you, you know, Jackie Chan. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, hey, I love Jackie Chan, but Jackie Chan is he's comedy action. He's not. Yeah, yeah. You know exactly, which I love, um, and it's fantastic. But ninety nine percent of his action is comedic, um, mm-hmm. where Bruce Lee was all serious. You know. Donnie Yen's pretty much all serious when it comes to their, yeah. their fights, their fight choreography. But I would like to see them, you know, see, you know, Donnie Yen try to incorporate, you know, the, the environment um, a bit, you know, like, like Jackie does. Cause that's one thing mm-hmm. that's amazing is Jackie can incorporate the, I I was recently watching on um, police story Four, um, the one where he goes to Australia and he's, um, he's, you know, fighting with the ladder. He's in the, um, the stilts, uh, oh yeah, you know, you know, like it's. I don't. I know one thing. I could not do all those takes that he does to to get <laughs> oh, that yeah, stuff yeah. done because he'll be he'll shoot that one scene for hours trying to get this you know like you know a kick flip or something. Bruh, that is some dedication <laughs> yeah. right there. Yeah, like watching. I think it was like uh, I think it was like Rumble in the Bronx or something like that. Just yes. like watching the end credits and just watching him. Like, like he, like he did, like that, that, that fence to wall, defense to wall to over the fence. Mm, oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. His foot, like yeah, he, broke, he broke his ankle, yeah, or something like that. You're just yeah. like, oh my god, like this, this guy's a monster. And then he finished the film with that broken ankle. It's like, bro, yeah, <laughs> so crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jackie was in a level. Well, still is, I guess. Still, yeah, yeah um, he still is. He's still out there like, making movies. Yeah, isn't he coming out with something like? Well, he, he recently had his um his version of Taken, like uh, last year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, the Foreigner or something like that. I think it was called. Uh, but he he's still out there making movies, and I'm here for yeah. it. I mean, if Jackie Chan yeah. wants to yeah. make some, I'm here for he it. Make whatever he wants, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's earned it. Yeah. <laughs> Now, I, I, there's one thing I don't want him to do. I don't want him to do uh, any more movies with his son because that movie, um, was it Twin Blades or Prince? Uh, the movie, that movie with his son was horrible. 
uh, and the two girls. And that fight scene between him and Donnie Yen could not save it. That movie was <laughs> so bad. If you haven't seen it, don't watch it. it okay. It'll, I'm just... It made the, it's got a really cool looking cover and it's like ah oh, JC Chan, Jackie Chan, two really cute girls, Donnie Yen. It's bad. It's it's really bad. I used to I used to live with uh uh when my roommate was a a, a comic a stand up comic as well. He's but he's Nigerian. Nice. And we we always joked around about making like a fake trailer for like a Rush Hour eight. <laughs> where, like it was like a straight to VHS type movie where it's like the nephews of Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker and I was like but see the, the hook is like you're Nigerian you're the foreign one right <laughs> that was great and then like oh, we would just do the stereo scene you know where we just, right. <laughs> Beach Boys is still dope yeah. yeah, and then just like, uh, yeah, then I just be like, uh, yeah, we're just like, like, and we're just, and then I just wanted the tag where it's just like all, like, like all the gags, none of the action. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! If you can do that, that would be hilarious. <laughs> that 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 is that is a YouTube video I would definitely watch. <laughs> Rush Hour Eight. Yeah, all the gags, no action. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> so, um, f- um, before we go on to our, our final topic, um, favorite Donnie Yen movie. You're really gonna do this to us? I'm gonna do that. I am. I got to do it. I mean, I can't. Uh, like again, I, they, all the all the like the Ip Man movies are just like a blur to me. They're, they're one big long movie, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna say those. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that. I'll give you the series. Okay. That's yeah. a safe option. <laughs> um, I think I probably have to say the Ed Man movies too. Okay. Uh, um, yeah. I, don't I mean, know. It, I'm it, to think. I remember when I first watched Ed Man One, and I was blown away. Yeah, that one yeah. specifically like really stands out because he was amazing, but so was everybody else that he had a scene with. Like it, that the choreo the, the choreography, the multiple styles, so good. Um, yeah. yeah, that one is. It was for a while, but I'd have to say my favorite one is um, Legend of the Fist. Uh, Return of Chenzen, and I'll tell you why. The action is top notch, mm-hmm. but there's a lot more of Donnie Yen's acting and his acting ability shown in that film than the It Mon movies. Okay, Be- that's um, fair. Because I don't, know, I don't know if you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. Uh, it's not on Netflix anymore, but I think it's on one streaming service. Um, but in short, he plays. Um, a World War One Chinese veteran uh, who helped the British returns to to China, and the Americans are there. The the Japanese are there. The British are there, and the Chinese are just getting trashed on. And he works at this club, and one of their friends died, so he kind of like assumed his friend's um, identity, 
and to take care of the guy's family, him and all his homies, so they know the real Transcend is dead, but he lives as him. Um, and then the Japanese are, you know, doing their occupation thing, and he fights against them. So in one time, he sees the um, the Kato um, suit in this window, and he so he throws it on and, you know, starts defending people. And it's it's a really, really good watch. But he's he does a whole lot more of his acting um, is displayed there because uh, the Japanese have a spy involved, and he's, you know, interacting with her, interacting with the Japanese and this working in a nightclub. So you get to see him doing a whole lot more range as an actor and not just, you know, the, the great, you know, uh, action scenes. It yeah. looks like, yeah, it's not on Netflix anymore. It's not, yeah, it's not on Netflix anymore. Cause when it was on Netflix, I was rewatching that <laughs> a whole lot. Yeah, it looks like the only place you can get it is Amazon prime with the, Oh, you gotta buy it. Um, nah, you gotta get the the Hiya channel. I have the Hiya app on my Apple TV. Well, there you go. It's on there, according to IMDb, well, which is usually pretty good with that. Hiya is only like four bucks a month or something like that. Two ninety nine, uh, actually. Yeah. Okay, see, I I can afford three dollars a month to watch martial arts films. See, I'm, yeah, I I think I just found my new pastime for the next six months. <laughs> I mean, I'm here for that. <laughs> I'm gonna just, just pay for the whole year. Just, just, <laughs> just pay for the whole year. For just... whole year. You're not gonna request. <laughs> or just spend like, just one month and then watch everything. Watch everything right. for one month and then cancel. Yeah, I mean they got a 30 day free trial. Yeah, yeah. 30 day free trial. So you can spend. You can get 60 days for three dollars and watch everything within that time span. <laughs> like, and then like um, kind of going on a tangent. Go um, ahead. I started. What we do. Uh, watching uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Of course. Yeah. Oh, big fan. And, and just like, uh, like I was kind of uh, for a little bit, I was doing a podcast where we were kind of rewatching the episodes. Nice. And I really wanted to, like, focus on the martial arts aspect of it, just because you know I am a I am a fan of the martial arts films and stuff, and like how how they modeled like the different styles of the bending, like with the yeah. different martial arts yeah. and stuff like that. It was kind of it was it was it was kind of cool, like yeah. to. To, to see all like how much detail they paid in paid attention to all that kind of stuff. Indeed. Yeah. That is cool. Yeah, I, I, I saw a video recently. Uh, I want to say it was on YouTube, probably, probably, um, where they were they had martial artists doing the different bending styles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and actually, uh, yeah, actually the like the special. If you have like the Blu-ray or like the DVDs, like in the the special clips. Like they they actually ha- yeah they had like a martial artist that was that was explaining all the different, yeah. different maybe that's where it's from somebody yeah. might have ripped they probably, probably ripped it right yeah <laughs> <Uploaded> it. Um. <laughs> yeah that that part is really cool um, because of the different you know I remember they talked about how the Fire Nation style was more of an aggressive attack style mm-hmm. um, the the Airbenders were doing more of a of a Tai Chi type um, mm-hmm. and then. I forget yeah. what the water, like water bending was more Tai Chi. Yes, right. Water bending was more Tai Chi. I think it was like a, like a, like a Chi Kong or, or like yes. something like that. One of those ones where it's like involving like a lot of like rotation and spinning and yep. like, like they, like they, they spent a, like for, you know, it was one of those things where like for two white guys, they, they did a lot of, <laughs> a lot of work. They did a lot of research. Yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah. That's true. 
because you wouldn't have, actually, you uh, wouldn't have thought cool. that two white guys did the show. Yeah, because there was a lot of care and thought and, and detail portrayed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It stuck. It stuck very close to the culture too. Like it wasn't very like um, westernized. Like it was very. Like, oh, okay, this is really what it's like in feudal Japan, kind of, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot, a lot of oh. true, trueness to the, you know, Eastern philosophies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, which, so which one's better to you? Uh, uh, Last Airbender or Legend of Korra? Legend of Korra? Uh, probably for me, just for nostalgic reasons, like uh, it's, I would say, uh, yeah, Last Airbender mm-hmm. is better just because like that one like kind of blew my mind and uh like Cora, i think like the just because like i think the second season kind of kind of dipped down a little yeah, bit uh but like it, it's still like awesome and i love it you know just yeah. like just the just for nostalgic reasons and uh like i i would put last airbender above that above Cora. Uh, yeah like, I was... it's, it's sort of like i grew up more and just like just set me ready like for for legend of Korra, which i loved yeah nice yeah i like i like Korra too i was reading something um about i mean uh, yeah last and red is my favorite too but um i did like Korra. like i enjoyed it but i was reading something about how you know a lot of people hate it um and they were saying that um part of the reason why that one of the reasons that they gave was like um, the whole idea of like that Aang favored um, Tenzin because right. he was an, he was only Airbender. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they were like, that's just not realistic. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't fit his character. And like, you know, like basically, like the other kids was like, you know, like he just basically forgot about us and neglected us. And it was like, it was just all about Tenzin. And they were just like, they kind of broke it down. They were just like, you know, their progression as they grew up. Ang and Cora were never like that. Like even though you know Ang wanted to see you know Airbending return and all that, he never would like selflessly. Like he was never selfish in that way. That where it's like well, I'm just gonna only focus on my one son who's an Airbender because like I need my people to sub. You know, and I was like that actually. I mean, it, it brought a different perspective to it. Like I was like I could see why well, it, it, it made from that land people hated it <laughs> i could i could see maybe but you're but you're talking about my argument would be that the entire story is revolved around him leaving his responsibilities of being the avatar and then, then getting stuck for a um, hundred years right, right. this whole thing was him battling his responsibilities right. so he's it's not really far off that he wouldn't be a great father <laughs> like <laughs> well like i like he's a he I mean he grew up, right? He grew up and he got so I guess you could probably argue that like that maybe like in his progression as a character towards further in the series, but like I said, like he you know, he he he's already he has left his responsibilities before. Right. Well in, in Aang's defense, he was ten years old. So I sure. don't I don't get too hard on the character for running away. Right. But and 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 for and David for what people were saying that you know they don't like it for that reason, that doesn't make any sense to me because Last Airbender is essentially for him 
age 10 um, as far as awareness to Mm -hmm. 14. So you saw three, four years of his life. You didn't see any of his adult years. People change. Things change. And when you have, and you're, you know, we're both parents. When you have children, things change. And then when you're talking about preserving an entire um, line of people, essentially, as far as the airbending ability, and how much mm-hmm. he loved airbending, and he was a natural. I mean, the airbender is natural. That's that's even though he could, as the avatar, he could do it all. But airbending was his natural inclination. His you know, uh-huh. his spirit was more aligned. It's that's his culture. It makes sense that when you're the last of something, uh-huh. you want, and then you have a child that can continue that line. You want you would put more extra effort into preserving it. Um, uh-huh. And Katara was obviously there to to teach their water bedding daughter and you know, t- and then you had Boomy who couldn't do anything. Um, <laughs> um, and I, I like Bo- Boomy's my favorite of their kids. Boomy. He's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, he, he's wild. And the fact that he was so he capable. Yeah. And he, he was so capable. To, and I, and honestly, you know, if he, if they would have had, and I, I think part of it is like that, and since I have older kids, I understand it more is the, the lens that your kids look at and they think, oh, they're not giving me as much attention as so-and-so or whatever, because that child has more in common with mom or with dad in that in particular aspect. You know, your, your two boys, one of yours may really take into track and field. So you're teaching him, you're teaching him track and field. The other one, he's into, you know, painting and you can't paint. So he was like, well, I can't sit here and paint with the boy, really. Um, he's like, I can't show him how to paint. I can do it, but I can't really guide him, instruct him. So they're going to perceive that as more time, more attention, more love when that's may not really be the case. And so those, those children who were like, well, dad spent all this time with Tenzin. Well, yeah, dad was preserving a line with through Tenzin. He can't teach you. Well, he could teach her how to water bend, but he can't teach Boomi how to do anything because he can't bend. And Katara was there to help. So, like, yeah, Uncle Saka. <laughs> and then yeah, there's right. Uncle, and then Uncle Saka's got Boomi. So it's like, you know, yeah, he's he's putting this time in, into Tenzin. Um, Tenzin obviously was drawn to look like Aang. So, you know, he's got his mini me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, poor Boomi's left out because their daughter looked <laughs> just like Katara, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but um, but th- that was an interesting aspect to hear them talk about that because, hey, no one's a perfect parent, and I'm probably sure, and understandably, Aang probably put more time into Tenzin to continue the line of Airbenders. I mean, it makes sense. Um, yeah, I mean, and it no one wants me, but when I when I heard that argument, I was just like, it man, I mean, it did make me kind of rethink it. Like, okay, well, yeah, that kind of makes sense too. But, but no one wants to see flaws yeah. in their hero, so yeah. it, it makes yeah. him a flawed hero now. Mm-hmm. That's true. That, that's a good point because. You know, because we can excuse the flaws when he's 10 years old. We can excuse him running away from the responsibility of saving the world. Shoot, any of us get that responsibility at 10 years old, we're probably running away too. Mm -hmm. You know, but for him as a 35-year-old man ignoring his kids, we're like, yo, what's wrong with you, man? Like, (laughs) like, you know, how how dare you neglect Boomy, you know? (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, uh, we turned out just general, though, like the big heroes in like most stories are usually not great dads. That's true. true. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Goku is like the worst. Goku, <laughs> can, can, he, can we even call him a dad? Like, I don't even think those are his kids. Yeah, <laughs> like in like most animations, but I mean, uh, you know, just like 
I and I and I kind of get it, right? Like you're just like, hey, remember that world I just saved yesterday? You know, just like, like how about just let, give me a break, okay? <laughs> Chichi never gave Goku a break. Oh yeah, true that. But I mean, but I'm just saying, you know, just like I, I get you have, you know, like like I'm not excusing it because you know bad. <laughs> fathers but sure. it just seems like when you have that weight of saving the world all the time like yeah. I, I can see your mind being a little preoccupied well, yeah. I, feel like Goku tried. I feel like well not so much with gohan but he tried with like goten well see i i would just dis- i would disagree just be and i'm not i'm a vegeta guy more than goku but goku seemed to be prior to the earth saga goku seemed to be a great father attentive present doting uh he died so like he got, he wasn't there for a year because he was dead, so I mean he can't do nothing about that, you know you can't be mad at him because he wasn't around when he's dead. So I you know how, how long yeah how long was it? Yeah, there was a year for before Vegeta and Nappa showed up. Yeah, so he was for a year before they brought him back. So he was dead for a year and they brought him back and. You know, and he died a couple other times in between there. So, like, you know, when half the time your kid's growing up and you're dead, it's hard to be an, a, a present and active father, you know. Yeah. Uh, now, what I did get up, I did agree with the whole Goku terrible father thing is that when they tried to wish him back at the end of, um, after the fight with Frieza, and then the dragon's like, Goku doesn't want to come. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> but then of course you know um master Oshu was like that's because he doesn't want to be with his wife and, <laughs> which yeah no one wants to do with chi chi we can't blame him for that because chi chi is not to be messed with um mm-hmm. but like that that was like okay yeah that's not cool you got you've got a kid here who needs you and you're like no don't don't bring me back to my family that that's a selfish that's a selfish move right there but yeah. but prior to that, I I give Goku some you know some leeway because you know you can't raise somebody when you're dead. It's hard to do, you know. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah, and I'm just trying to think of all the like the fathers in like comic books and anime and all that kind of. Oh, stuff. they're all they're all terrible. Yeah, yeah they're all yeah. terrible. Like, like yeah. even like Batman, right? Like Batman. Oh, oh he's a horrible worst. father. Yeah, that was horrible. Uh, horrible you know, ward I, I, keeper. I horrible Batman. Batman. I think he tried, but Damien is just yeah. <laughs> well, it's hard. Yeah, it's tough to raise a kid who was half raised by your assassin girl, um, and is a super genius on top of that. And mm-hmm. he's a super jerk too. Like, uh, oh, yeah. takes after his dad. Um, yeah, I can't <laughs> think of any. Well, well, Superman's a pretty good father. Yeah, I guess he is. Because John, yeah. you know, Jonathan, and he's attentive and he's always there for Jonathan, so he's a pretty good father. Okay. Um, so that's one. We got one. Yeah, um, one. I don't think Barry was too bad either. Who? Barry Allen. Flash. Yeah, you went. I honestly forgot that they had Barry reproduce. <laughs> yeah, you got the twins. I forgot. <laughs> I really forgot Impulse, about that. Right? Yeah, that's the name, right? Impulse. Yeah, the twins. Um, was well, it Peter Parker, the terrible father? Um, yeah. So he got a lot of trauma. <laughs> His life just sucks. I mean, yeah. a lot of trauma. No one has worse luck than, than Peter Parker. 
Yeah, um, I mean, you call it the Parker Luck for a reason. <laughs> Wolverine's a horrific parent, and I'm oh, second. Yeah, he, he killed him. Why anybody expect him to be a good parent? Well, yeah. why do they keep writing him as a parent? Just stop it already. Stop writing children for Wolverine. Like it's it's horrible. No yeah, one. He's wants- good at mentoring like powered children. Yeah, that's yeah. about it. Yes, but yeah. don't make him the parent because he's make him like the next Xavier or something. But don't yeah, give yeah. him, don't yeah, give we'll him any offspring. Yeah. <laughs> but like even like even like what's it called? Even Luke Cage had had an issue. Yeah, I was about to say Luke Cage, but I thought about it, and yeah, he kind of messed up too. Yeah, like he had, he had some issue during uh, Jessica Jones. Yeah, in that series. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to just go through like like even like like Naruto, right? Oh. They they you know they they implanted uh, an evil demon in this right. Kid. Let's put like, this demon inside this child because that was the fatherly thing to do because reasons. Uh, yeah, what you do really? I guess you're like, hey, it worked out for me, right? Yeah, yeah, it worked out for you. But, like, you gotta take one for the team, son. Like, funny. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I, I did. I did the same thing. It's fine. Yeah, it'll it'll, fine. it'll work out. You'll you'll be all right there, buddy. It's just you yeah. know here here's this demon. It's okay. Like, yeah, have this demon. Yeah. You know, I mean, and then, uh, yeah, and then I I don't I don't even want to break it up, uh, bring it up because uh, I'm still not over that. Uh, the one you know example I'm thinking of, David. Um, what fourth? I'm not, I'm not following. When she become when he turns her into the dog. Oh God, no! <laughs> oh, fool! Oh, no, no. I just go there too soon, too soon. I no. know that's why I don't want to say it. <laughs> too soon. Yeah. Like uh, there's the shining yeah, example of terrible fathers. Father of like the century. Yeah, that is. <laughs> that is all kinds of bad. Like that just I'm sorry, man. Yeah, it makes me. I, I need to take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> so Dude, like, I'm like, why do they put this in cartoons? <laughs> like, yeah, like, no, oh, I, no one asked for this. Why? This. God. And yeah, then that, that was sort of a thing where it, it was like one of those moments, and then watching a bunch of like Korean films, like. Mm. Like I had this thing, and it probably is a little racist. Where I'm just basically saying, like, like there's like crazy, but then there's like Korean and Japanese crazy, right? Like <laughs> it's like different. No, I, don't, I can't explain it, but oh, there's a certain right. style of crazy that Korean films and Japanese like films have. I watch yeah. way too much Korean drama to disagree with you on that. Um, yeah, like and like it can only be portrayed by I don't know if it's the language or just like the actors there. Like you just like you can only portray like like when they when they try to do like an American versions of the Korean films is like it just like you're not getting you're, that you're, right. You're not getting the bad father crazy. right. <laughs> yeah, the crazy bad father. Like, oh. I don't believe you. Yes, <laughs> I I remember when I, I watched my first Korean drama and um, it almost like. And then the father, it was like, wow, like no one, I'm like, no one can possibly be this mean and this dismissive and this standoffish and this like, don't care about my children at all. Um, And having this deep, dark secret and you're not my, you know, you, I've been, you've been raised as my son, but you're not my son and I'm throwing you out and Mm -hmm. and all, all, and then you walk out and get hit by a car and then, then it's like, (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, just like like watching like Old Boy and like like uh I don't know, like I I saw the Devil. I don't know if you ever watched that one. I haven't seen that one. I have seen Old Boy. Seen it. Oh, it's so messed up. Um, like like the I saw the Devil is about like a, a serial killer, right? Like one of like like kidnapping people and like like straight up torturing and murdering them, kind of serial killer uh kills a uh detective's fiance i think fiance or or wife mm. right and the whole movie is a revenge movie uh, uh, of the cop and the and the the serial killer mm. and then so throughout the movie like all he's doing is uh like he's following him around like he's stalking him and he's letting him like catch like the the girls that he's gonna kill, but right before he's about to, he like jumps in and beats the crap out of him, just wow. to like to the point. But before he's like to a, like to a pulp, right? Yeah. But then he just leaves and rescues the girl, right, right before. Right, so he just does it constantly, just like giving him like. So he he beats like, him up and lets him go to do it again, yeah, so he can catch like, him and beat him up like, again. You know, like, it's a little yeah. off color, but like you know, giving him like like you know like murder blue balls. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it is ridiculous and it gets uh, like it like i might have just already like revealed too much about the movie but like <laughs> but it gets it, yeah it just gets crazy with the back and forth because you know like yeah like and all this stuff it, it's like it's 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 very uncomfortable <laughs> it's a really good movie it's well done yeah, yeah they do they do like i don't know they just do it different yeah you I, ain't I, you know, like, I didn't think about like all the anime like all the different animes, like um, uh, yeah, there's just so many. Like I just named so many. Like yeah, where you just can, like they can just do weird and crazy, like crazy stuff. And you're just yeah. like, what? Wow. Yeah. You really, just went five episodes of anime of like torture, mm-hmm. and like wow, I keep coming back to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, all like even like um the one that just popped into my head, like the the end of the first season of Tokyo Ghoul. And it's just like, like the last like five episodes is just like straight like him being tortured, and then it's just like that was it. Like that's the end of this like the season. And you're like, okay, well, all right. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 wild. They they do crazy and yeah, I I can't even. It it blows my mind. And sometimes, like you said, you sit there and it's like, wow, did I really just sit there and watch all this? Yeah, exactly. I really did. I sat there and watched all this. What was wrong yeah. with me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you start questioning like yourself. You're just like, why did I? Why did I? Like, why did anybody work this? Am I capable of this? Right. <laughs> I'll, never, I'll never turn my kid into a dog. No, I'm yeah. No, from now never. Yeah, after that, I've got to I've got to watch one of the romance K dramas or something like that. Do that, bring some like oh, yeah, from yeah, this back into like, my life, <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. I'm like, oh man, where, where where's Winter Sonata when I need it? Oh man, <laughs> Kim's, Kim's convenience. Oh uh, yeah, I'll put yeah, on Kim's convenience. Give me a laugh, something. The boat, something like that. <laughs> oh, fresh off the boat, hilarious. Oh, they don't get me started on that. Uh, all right final topic staying within the martial arts realm it is hispanic heritage month and we are celebrating that here as jig nation and my question for 
our guest and unique DNA is the star. I consider him, um, as far as the younger actors, the main star of Cobra Kai. And I'm going to mess up his pronunciation of his name because I've never seen this name ever before. Um, Zolo, X-O-L-O. Mari Duena, a.k.a. Miguel Diaz, Miguel Diaz character. Uh, He does a really great job in the show. And my question is, could he become the next big Latinx action star? Hmm. Uh, like I haven't watched Cobra Kai, so... <gasps> oh, well, I thought you said you watched it on, on Netflix. No, I said it's on Netflix now. I, oh, man, I you better yet. press play. <laughs> if My you, wife has been watching if it. You, if you like, um, if you like Karate Kid, you will thoroughly enjoy Cobra Kai. I think, you know, yeah, my wife was like, she's been like, have you seen this shit? And I'm like, nah, because I didn't want to pay for YouTube. And she was like, oh, it's really good. You should watch it. It's on Netflix now. And uh, yeah, I just haven't watched it. But um, press play. I, I've heard it's really good. Um, but I mean, I'm trying to think, like, I don't, I don't see why not. Um, well, we haven't had know. any in a while. I mean, yeah, that's all I was going to say. Like, who is a big action Latin action star now the last the last one we really had as far as like big star um is banderas antonio banderas um and the other one beforehand is someone that most people don't even know is hispanic and that is carlos ray norris aka chuck norris because uh, most people don't walker, know walker Te- people don't most people don't know that he's mexican um <laughs> Hey, I didn't know Canelo Alvarez was Mexican either. I look, he looked like an Irish dude to me uh, with that red hair. And, I, and Chuck looks like an Irish dude to me. But Carlos Ray Norris, is uh, he's Mexican. Uh, so th- those are your two biggest action stars, you know, Chuck Norris and Antonio Banderas. So, um, yeah, so Antonio yeah. Banderas hasn't, hasn't done anything action-related. No, not in a long time. A long time. Well, you know, he was in Expendables too, but... The whole point of that is, you know, the they're too old for it. They haven't done anything in a long time. <laughs> exactly. I mean, <laughs> I think the last, what is the last one he really, the last one I remember watching or liking was um, Once Upon a Time in Mexico, and that was the early yeah. 2000s. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Antonio, the character Antonio Banderas is just like, I can't take him seriously ever since, like, watch, like, I love those Chris Kattan sketches from SNL. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like, just constantly, like, the, uh, how you say? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. That's <laughs> a good was, impersonation. Like, long, like, at the weirdest times, you he know. He does like, pause. Like, like, uh, and then, like, for the longest time, me and my friends were just constantly just the, uh, how you say? <laughs> I ha- I have this theory that Banderas learned how to speak English by watching William Shatner in Star Trek because he's got those yes. pauses it's at the wrong syllable at the wrong time just dramatic pauses for no reason but it would just be like even like a yes or no question we would just be like like Viet, do you want to do you want to like do you want to get some lunch today I'd be like the uh how do you say Oh yes! Oh yes! <laughs> the the lunch time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great! Oh man! 
That's yeah. true. That 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 is how he talks, and like, and that's how he talks IRL. That's not like it's an acting thing. Like right. every talk show, <laughs> he show he's interviewing. That's, and he looks. He put cocks his head and looks up to the side, and he's like, he's uh, how you say uh, ah yes 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 gun go bang ah yes uh sure <laughs> uh, but, um I I did watch um was it did you guys watch uh Seis Bandos? Yes. Yes. That was actually good. Yeah, that was yeah, surprisingly that was, good. It was good. I like that a lot. That um, was that was really cool. A lot of people didn't like it. Hmm. Really? Yeah, I heard a lot of people like, uh, don't watch it. Um, it was actually in 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 the um in the Facebook group too, where everyone was like, oh, don't waste your time. We were talking about boxing and fighting anime, mm-hmm. and a lot of people were like, yeah, don't waste your time. It's uh, that actually made me want to watch it because usually when everybody hates something, I'm like, yeah, you, we go yeah. watch it. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it's nothing like groundbreaking, but I mean, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't the you only know, next greatest thing, but it was good. And I enjoyed it. I I liked the story. It, the story got convoluted a bit at the end, but other than the, the animation was crisp, the martial arts depictions mm-hmm. were great. Um, I thought it was cool. I I dug it. You know, yeah, I liked it a lot. Although the like, the drug thing and every, you know the, the <laughs> him oh, the overdosing the drugs and all that was really weird, but it's a good show. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, I love the 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 black uh, detective. Yeah. Yo, uh, wait, who voiced? I uh, wait, I recognized his voice too. Uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't remember who it was, but. Well, uh, yeah, the like deta- the, yeah, the black yeah, the black detective down there, like, man, what, what did I get myself into? <laughs> oh, he was just so relatable. Like, he was just no, that like, was that was Mike Coulter who played um, yeah, yeah. yeah who played oh, Luke Cage. Yeah, 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 because yeah. Coulter's voice was great for that. Um, yeah, and I yeah, remember like, they had like, Danny Trejo did a voice in that too. Um, and you decide like, you can't you can't have a show or a movie with Mexicans and not have Danny Trejo. Like, oh, yeah, that's like it's like a like law. A <laughs> <laughs> it's like if I, if I ever write a, something with Mexicans, like is Danny Trejo still around? Good. Danny Trejo needs to be in this movie. Yeah, I don't know. He he can he can run he can run in a bodega. He can run a shop. It doesn't matter. Danny Trejo must be in this movie. He has to be involved. He's got to be involved. It's like Stanley of like Mexican movies. Yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But he's so great. <laughs> It'll be great in everything. De- Desperado 25, Danny Trejo in the corner in the wheelchair. <laughs> Throwing knives <laughs> from compartments in the wheelchair. Shoot knives from his, like, like a, like a trigger <laughs> right. on the wheelchair. <laughs> right, he leans back, knives pop out, take it. <laughs> <laughs> Should have underestimated me, Holmes. <laughs> oh, oh, snap. Man. Well, we recommend Face, uh, say, um, face Manos. Six hands, if you don't six. know your Spanish. Face Manos. Mm-hmm. We recommend yeah, it. Yeah. I liked it. IMDb like has it, it as a 7.3 out of 10. IGN so gives it these, seven out of ten. See, well, we have some people in our group that be tripping, and they know who we, they know who they are. Um, yeah, I, I realized a lot of them are just trolling too. Probably. <laughs> yeah, and, and there there's some people that are just contrarians, or they're just like they just 
Yeah. You know, it's uh, sort of that that meme where you're just like, where he's like holding the person's lips, like, shh, just let people enjoy things, right? <laughs> Because you know, <laughs> not every everything's not made for everybody. You know, I, I, I keep yeah. I keep to saying that to each their yeah. own. Not, not everybody's going to dig the same things, and that is okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Uh, my sort of a, like a political or like a politically friendly, like yeah, like politically correct way of when I when I talk to people, uh, like uh, at least at my office, like every like I'm not. A Big Bang Theory person, right? Yeah, same but, here. Like, but my my non nerdy friends love it, and and it's sort of where like where I like I usually I'll just say like they're good at what they do, but it's not for me. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's pretty much where I go. Then so I, we can just stop talking about it. Right. <laughs> but then I, like I acknowledge that you can be a fan of it. But it's just not my thing. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I can never get it. I tried. I gave it. The first season was like okay. It was all right. It wasn't over the top with, you know, with the nerdy tropes. Um, and I was like, wow. Like, especially because I was like, man, I, I know some people like this. Like, <laughs> like there were there yeah, were exactly. you know, there there were people like I was like, wow. Like, I, I, except for Sheldon, I knew someone that was pretty much like every all of those characters. And it was so I was like, okay, like I can I can get into this a bit because I I work with people like this. I have friends that are like this. Like I I get it. But then then they just they got popular and then they're like, okay, let's ratchet up the you know the 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 nerdiness yeah. to a whole nother non realistic level and I was like, Okay, I'm done. Yeah, it's just like I'm I, I can never figure out whether they were celebrating it or making fun of it. Right. And that's what bothered me about it, you know, like, and it's to a point where like, you know, like the, like Sheldon is on the spectrum for sure. Clearly, yeah. And we're essentially laughing at him for it. <laughs> like, that's not, that's kind of not cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's a great you know, point. That, that, that made me uncomfortable and I, I couldn't, I couldn't get that out of my head to enjoy it. Yeah. Especially when they keep poking at him because of, you know, because of his idiosyncrasies and wanting the same right. seat, the same chair, same things, you know, the routine, um, mm-hmm. you know, and just because he was extremely curt with his approach, you know, it may seem like he was, you know, a jerk about it when he really wasn't, there was no malice in, uh, in the things he did or said, it was just, right. he had to have, he's got to have it this way, this way, this way. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and there's, there's really, you know, I, that's a great point. Cause I've always, felt that but never really i don't think i articulated it that way it's like are they celebrating the the nerd life and and embracing it and making more mainstream or are they trying to sneak this and and you know and, and mock it and right you know and, and then, like, i and i'm pretty sure like maybe if i watched it more like the, maybe i would be able to figure that out but i didn't give it a chance <laughs> so, uh, you, know, and, you know just not my thing yeah no, I I hear you because um, there's a yeah, you know David knows I I get into that with a lot of people uh, on different popular shows and I'm like, not my thing, yeah. you know. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not part I'm not part of the target demographic for this show. It's not my thing, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. not not gonna like everything. Yeah, yeah, that one I can never get with. I'm usually pretty. I mean, you know, yeah, you're I'm pretty open. Pretty open. 
Yeah. Everything that I watch. <laughs> like I watch pretty much anything, but I was just like, ah, this one just doesn't doesn't hit with me. Yeah, and it, and it, and there are shows like that. They're like there are shows that where I can just be like, I can turn my mind off and I can just be like, all right, this is a thing and I enjoy right. it for what it is. Right. Right. Like I know it's not not great. But you know what? Like it's it's entertaining me. You're like it's 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 background noise, right. <laughs> like, and it's fine. It's just fine for what it, it is, you know. Yeah. But it just I just got to be in a certain mood, I guess, when it comes to certain. When it, and also, it, yeah, it does depend on my mood when I first watch it, you know. So mm. that's that's a good point. Yeah. Hey, hey point. people get on me and and David because we're because uh, we like Archer, and they're like, "Oh, that's not that show is not funny," and I'm like. Well, Archer's hilarious. Archer's yeah. hilarious. Well, I I tell people all the time, um, they're probably not smart enough for Archer. Um, yeah, a lot of the jokes. A lot of you have you have to have a certain level of intelligence to understand a lot of the jokes in Archer. They reference historical things. They reference books that most people have not read or even heard of. Um, authors, scientists, like their jokes are next level. They're not coming out with simple stuff. So if you don't have a certain level of intelligence, you're not going to get like, I, I don't hate them not like dissing my kids, but my kids are not like academic scholars. Like uh, my older two children, you know, they graduated high school, but they didn't go to college. They're, they're not, especially they, they're not readers. Um, they, you know, so when they would watch Archer with me and, you know, they, they made, they made a joke about Bartleby the Scrivener. I'm cracking mm-hmm. up. And, mm-hmm. and my son's laughing, and I look at him and I said, "Why are you laughing?" He's like, "What?" I'm like, "Do you understand the reference?" No. <laughs> Why are you laughing? You're laughing because you heard me laughing. You're laughing because you understand where the punchline came in, but right. you don't know what you're laughing at. Like, you know, like people like that are like, "Oh, it's not funny because you don't get the joke." You know, right. you're not well read enough to get the animal farm joke that they made in space. You know, like, right. you know. <laughs> Yeah, it's, 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 I'm laughing. I mean, I was I was cracking up, and um, my wife's like, "What's so funny?" Like I rewind, and he's like, "She's and like Lana's like Animal Animal Farm. It's a book." And Archer's like, "No, it's an allegory about Stalinism, and it sucks." And I'm <laughs> cracking up, and she's like, "Why is that so funny?" And I'm like, "Because it's true. That's what it <laughs> is. <laughs> I mean, that's why it's funny. It's yeah, not really a book." <laughs> Like that. I, um, a little, I can drop, do a little name drop. Uh, yeah, I opened or I emceed for Aisha Tyler. When <gasps> she, she performed in Atlanta. So envious and, right now. Yeah. And so like, uh, so and she was super nice. And, but like, um, so I, I, like she brought a feature, like an opener. Mm-hmm. And then so I asked, I was like, hey, I was just like, I make custom action figures. Like, if I make a Lana action figure and give it to her, like, would that be creepy? <laughs> <laughs> like, I would do it. You know? I, creepy or not, I, I would do it. <laughs> you know, and then so, like, he's like, no, she'd love that. Like, she's like a big nerd. Like, I don't, like, I didn't really know it, a whole lot about her. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, she's she's an act she's in a, a very attractive woman yes, that, she is. Uh, that probably has her deal with like crazy stalkers and so i was just like i was just like like so scared like it also was like so uh and then so yeah i was able to like i didn't even actually i didn't hand it to her mm-hmm. uh like 
personally but like i i was like i left it at the front desk over a hotel like they were just like hey like the, can you just tell her this is her you know like i i worked with her like the like yesterday mm. and like i slaved over like making this in like one day and i made this wow. It, like this uh, Lana action figure for her, and then she she had it. She took a picture with it, and wow, yeah, that's like this that made my day. Those are like one of the best days ever. That's freaking awesome. Uh, yeah. I am very uh, jealous right now. Yes, yeah, <laughs> we both are extremely <laughs> jealous yeah. right now. And it, and it was actually her advice uh, coming back to like uh, like quitting my job and doing comedy, where she's always she always said like uh, like keep your day job until. Uh, she said, "Like, yeah, keep your day job until it gets in the way of your comedy." Mm. And and it w- it was around that time when I met my fiance, and it was uh, or when I w- I got engaged, mm. and I was gonna move down to uh, to you know go move down and and quit my job anyways. But like at that point in time, I like I, we we're only in May of the year, and I already used up all my all my vacation time. Wow. Uh, like, because you were getting booked for shows. Started. That's awesome. Yeah, so, like, I was, uh, so I was just like, all right, I'm at that point. Like, I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's freaking awesome. Yeah. So. Wow. Well, I can't think of a better way to close out this episode of the original Jeep podcast. Special. God, it's been two, almost two and a half hours. It is. I told you, we get, we, <laughs> we get going. And uh, time yeah, flies. time flies. <laughs> yeah, this was a lot of fun guys yes yes indeed we thank you so much yet for joining us um before we close out the show please remind everyone how they can find you and follow you on social media um yes uh comedianviet.com uh at comedianviet on twitter instagram and twitch twitch.tv slash comedianviet awesome awesome uh well folks i am your host rock and mr magic and he is DNA. And we want to thank you for listening to this episode, but we cannot do what we do without you all, you Jeeks who continue to support us. So please rate and review the show on your podcasting app of choice. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox, and more. And if you can't find us, let us know at jeeknation at gmail.com or message us on Facebook or Twitter at jeeknation. And until next time... Peace. Peace. Ready to make an entrance, so back with <laughs> Come on, clap for me. Oh, yeah. Whoa, slow down. Whoa, speed up. This is DJ What, and you're listening to the original Jeek Podcast.